So me and Jordan sharing this one and you Yeah. All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to uh, the latest episode of Shtick Talk. We're here with two special guests. I believe it's actually both of your first times on the podcast. Uh, OG, Jordan Bichet, and, uh, yes, and Julian. Yeah. Hello, right. glad to be here. Thank you. Thanks for, uh, thanks for being here. <laughs> All right. So today, I guess we're going to cover, we're going to talk about probably one of the best uh, boys trips to happen in history of boys trips <laughs> um, to one of the dopest countries on earth, Mexico. And, uh, yeah, I guess I don't even know how to get this started. Like, yeah, Matan, do you want to get this started? What are they wait? So, um, Mexico has been in the making for a few years now. We had an original plan of going through CDMX to get to Quito, Ecuador two years back uh, during COVID times. Um, unfortunately that trip didn't happen. It was supposed to be Yair, myself, um, Bradley and Jared from the previous podcast i believe so we we had credit from aero mexico that we still haven't used because we booked through united another airline so finally we, we finally got to mexico i was very really really happy about that it's uh i call it god's favorite country for a reason because uh everything about that country is blessed um just a quick side note i met up with the guys in mexico after a week because i was in cancun with my lovely lady for uh, um my stepbrother's wedding um cancun is i'll give a few pointers on cancun i don't know if any of you guys none of you guys have been there um expensive touristy but beautiful uh the saragasso saragasso the 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 seaweed is there in certain times of the year but unfortunately when we were there it was covered in seaweed it was a bit gross but the water is like you're going in a bath it's so nice um Chichen Itza was cool. The cenotes are amazing. You got a little fish that come up to you and like uh, bite at your feet. Not bite at your feet, but like they get close to you like when you're in the cenotes and the water is freezing. Yeah, are they nibbling at your feet a little bit? <laughs> nah, bro. <laughs> no feet talk. <laughs> um, cenotes are cool. Renting, Driving in Mexico is a bit wild. I don't really recommend renting a car. Like if you don't need to, don't. Um, unless you're an experienced driver. I, I am one myself, but I was still like uneasy um stayed at a decent hotel a lot of nice resorts it's very americanized cancun is an american colony at this point if there's one thing i'd have to say isla mujeres is probably one of the nicest places on earth it's like it's literally heaven like if i'd go back to that area it's where i'm going um shout out my coworker for mentioning it um didn't hit up tulum didn't hit up playa just didn't have enough time we're doing a lot of things between that with the wedding stuff and different activities it was nice to get away from montreal this is my first time outside of like the states or canada in like two three years i think since uh this is spain since israel the last time i was there this is 2019. So, yeah, since 2019 um yeah um cancun is not as affordable as i thought it's the prices are high but the second you get out of the tourist zone the second you get out of quintana roo it, it's really really affordable and nice and Next Mexico trip, hoping to hit up the west side. But let's talk about uh, landing in Mexico City. I'll, I'll, can I, I'll give my part. I'll give my part, and then you guys talk about how you guys got there. You guys got there a few hours before me, I think. Um, I flew Volaris from Cancun International to Mexico City. Bit of a scary flight, a little bit of turbulence. I remember that. Um, 
But other than that, yeah, landing in Mexico City was cool. Altitude's pretty highest city I think I've ever been to. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll let you guys take over from there. I'm just curious for for Cancun since like none of us, the three of us, um, have not been there. So like, I guess just a, a question is like, how much time would you recommend for someone um, to hit up Cancun, and then yeah, just like that area in general, if someone were to do a trip there. And then, like, is there a place nearby, uh, near Cancun that you haven't hit up, but maybe next time, if you're ever in that area, you would like to, to visit? Um, depends what your trip is. If you're a family, go for a week to resort. It's fine. If you're a couple, stay at a nice hotel in Tulum or somewhere like that. Um, there's a lot to see. It's fun. It's, it's great if you're a new traveler. That's for sure. It's not too intimidating. Like, things are pretty similar um if there's somewhere i would have liked to go that i couldn't maybe tulum i don't know just to check it out probably further south i don't know if it's yucatan or quintana roo but there's lake there's bacalar that looks cool and it's like a lake i believe the rental car agency asked us we're going they were like no they're like okay i'm like why they didn't say um and then mahanwal mahalwal do you see it on the map Mahalwal. It's a bit south. I don't know what it's called. Mahalana something. But it's uh it's kinda like it's like Tulum before Tulum. That's what I've heard about that. But you you see the name? Yeah, it's further south. Yeah. Like closer to like on the border with Belize. Yeah. 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 Belize I would have hit a Belize, honestly, if I could. Um maybe Merida, maybe Varado Valladolid. But other than that, like that part of Mexico is still pretty raw outside of Cancun. But uh, I feel like there's other places that are better, more interesting. It's just really humid and it's really hot. A lot of fun little lizards and iguanas there, which is cool. But it's it's great because it's a four-hour flight from Montreal. But uh, yeah, if you're on for an adventure, go somewhere else. Did you find Cancun itself to be like over-commercial or too touristy? Yeah, very much. Very, very much. This is like a long strip. It's like, you know, you kind of feel like you're in South Florida at some point. A lot of hotels like the hotels are beautiful it's amazing if that's the kind of trip you're going for but you know i, I went you know with my girlfriend we're not she's not a backpacker like us mm-hmm. so it's like it, it's it's fine for what it is i definitely enjoyed it i definitely appreciated it like it's my first time not my first time but like haven't been in a nice hotel like that in a while so it was cool yeah it's a nice vacation nice getaway um oh yeah by the way just i don't want to speak too too much on cancun but just curious like were you lucky with the weather it rained a little bit at some point, I think, but overall, hot, humid, nice to go to the beach. Nice, perfect. Um, Julian, maybe your memory is, is a bit better than mine. Maybe you want to like talk a bit about our our travel day to Mexico. Our so, flight like, there? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so we left, I think it was a Sunday morning. The flight was uh, super early leaving from Montreal, and we flew to O'Hare uh, Airport in Chicago. We had like about an, an hour, an hour and a half layover, which worked out fine. We weren't too stressed or everything was super smooth. Uh, the flight from Montreal to O'Hare was very smooth. Everything went well. Yeah, and that I was fa- cool. It was like a tiny ass, like really small plane from what yeah, I remember. Yeah, I think there were, there were only two seats. There was uh, From the whole trip is like Jordan like stepping on the plane. It's so small. It looks set. like yeah, we're it looks almost like going it's on private a jet. private jet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the flight from O'Hare to Mexico City was super smooth as well. Everything went well, no issues. I think there was a bit of turbulence maybe, but the overall was pretty smooth. Yeah. 
That one must be like a really uh, frequent flight because, uh, yeah, Mexico, as you might know, um, Chicago, as you might know, has like the second biggest uh, Mexican community in the U.S. after L.A. You would expect maybe like somewhere in Texas, maybe Houston or something. But yeah, it's uh, it's uh, Chicago. So that's pretty cool. So I guess most of the flight was probably Mexican. Yeah, I'd say yeah. at least like 80, 90% of the flight was Mexican and not, yeah. uh, not people going on vacation. It was people going back home. Right. And then, um, yeah, we landed there. We left the airport like right away, right? Basically. Yeah, there was no, there weren't any holdups. Oh, we went to get tacos at that, uh, yeah. the super tacos place. Yeah, like it's crazy. Like the Mexico City, sorry, the airport, uh, like right away when you step outside, there's already like places where where people are living and it's like like really odd. Uh, so there are like all these taco stands, all these like places to eat where um, a lot of like workers from the airport go go to eat go to have lunch and stuff so we went there it was a cool introduction uh the it felt a little bit risky like not in terms of safety but i'm saying in terms of the food <laughs> but it was uh it was worth it i would say and that was like while we were waiting uh for my time we kind of had to like kill some time and and uh all that i think even safety too and yeah i didn't feel i didn't yeah, feel unsafe but i wouldn't want to be there at night yeah. There were there were a lot of stray dogs everywhere. Mm. I saw some cars up on blocks with like tires stolen off. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Mexico City it's a it's a great place. <laughs> and then remember there was that guy like we were just walking, we were like kind of lost, we we're trying to find like how to get back to the airport or like we we're trying to find super tacos. Yeah. And there's this like really weird Mexican Mexican guy like trying to get us to drink like his alcohol. Yeah. Like, <laughs> He's like, hey man, try some beer. <laughs> and we're like, no, thank you. He's like, come on, man, yeah. try some of my beer. Yeah, he was like insisting. We were like, was it was it like in a cup? Was it like straight out of a cup? It was, it was from the us? same cup he was drinking out of. He kept wanting us yeah, to take a sip of it. Wasn't even like uh offering us a can or something. He's like, yeah. just take a sip from my like yeah. So right off the bat it's it's not an area where you will see tourists um but what's cool what is cool about that place though is that if you're looking to get an uber or something um when you're at the mexico city airport from what i heard from friends um well jared and, and bradley they said that it's quite complicated to find the uber when you're at the airport so yeah it's actually pretty easy to just yeah leave the leave the airport like take a walk uh it's like five minutes two minutes outside of the airport and the the uber will not only be like easier to find but it'll also be significantly cheaper so we did that too yeah i noticed that even the first time we landed in mexico city getting the uber out of that like the not so nice neighborhood was a lot easier and smoother than when we had come back from Oaxaca and we had to go like in front of a hotel. Yeah, yeah the, the fuck. Oh my god, the Ubers in Mexico are so cheap. It's like ten bucks half the time. Like for thirty minute rides, it's like ten, fourteen bucks max. We're like, okay, we can Uber. Yeah, it's fine. So we're normally like in Montreal. Like I wouldn't use an Uber to save my life, you know. Like, but here like mexico was like damn that shit's fucking cheap and they're quick too you're never waiting more than like 10 minutes yeah they have so many i mean a city of 30 million i'd hope there's a lot of ubers but like yeah you're sitting there and like miguel is here juan is here uh, jesus is here i don't remember their names there are some yeah there's some there's some characters out there like in the uber but they're they're not always the nicest but you know whatever i wouldn't be that nice if we give a 30 minute ride to strangers for 10 bucks (laughs) 
Yeah, I remember actually one of the nights we were at a 7-Eleven and um, I ordered an Uber and every time I make a purchase on Uber or, or through my American Express, I get a notification uh, on my phone that says, tells me the amount and it was like maybe a 10-15 minute ride. It's like $2.60 Canadian dollars. So that's like two bucks, two US dollars. It's like, yeah, that was really... Uh, I I would never I never imagined like to pay so cheap for uh in general Mexico is so cheap. It was uh it was something else. That's like next level. And you would imagine that like Mexico City it's like a world-class city. It's a massive city. Usually when that's the case that you're in such a big city, things are more expensive. Um but that was not the case for for Mexico City, which surprised me. Yeah, I never felt like I was being taken advantage of or mm-hmm. or like anything was yeah. a tourist trap or anything. Right. Yeah, there was one night where someone was trying to pay us, uh, trying to get us to pay him some oh, money. in Ho Chi Milka, yeah. yeah. But otherwise, like, Mexican people, they're really honest people. They don't try to rip you off. And uh, that's something nice, really something that I liked about uh, about that country. Like, even when you go to sit down to eat, you never have to, like, look at the menu in terms of prices or even ask how much does this cost beforehand. It's like, before you even eat, you know it's going to be cheap like whenever we sat down for breakfast it's like you don't even have to ask just like tell them what you want you know it's barely gonna cost you anything yeah we did that a few times too without even looking at the menu like telling them how we wanted our eggs or asking their specific things right it's nice to order without even having to worry about the price yeah yeah i was very like impressed of the part because of the prices because i came from cancun and cancun average meal is like you know, 200, 300, like 200 pesos, like irregular. And in Mexico City, it's like, oh, you want like five tacos? Like, it's 55 pesos. I'm like, what the fuck? Okay. That was fucking great. And a drink, and a drink, and a drink yeah. Oh, that, that place is cool. We'll get to that place eventually. Yeah. But um, yeah, our first day, first morning, like breakfast was like so cheap. That I remember I remember the, the first night we got there, we went to like a mall for food. So we had like sushi and Thai food or something. Yeah. It's kind of gross, but it was okay. Yeah, um, yeah the, the, the first morning we went... So first of all, so Me- where did we go from the airport? Yeah, so tell the people, <laughs> the one listener, uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding, but tell them like where we went from from the airport on our first day. From the airport on our first day, we went to the fancy hotel, the J- JW Marriott in Polanco. Thank you, Jaeger, for using your points. We would never be able to afford it if it wasn't for you. Yeah, it's a regular price for that hotel. High, expensive. I can't afford it. And the high, and, and it was up there. Julian, um, yeah, we went there. We spent the night there. A beautiful hotel. Julian pushed, almost pushed me out the bed because the beds were a bit small. Um, they, we, we, I don't know about you guys, but for me, the altitude kind of hit me at some point. It was, it was a Mexico City is a high. So I don't know how many feet in the air, but like, it's it's high up, and so I was like kind of like lightheaded a bit. Yeah, yeah, I would say that in the morning. I think our first morning there, I might have been lightheaded. I was surprised. I, I didn't really feel the altitude at all until uh, the day when we tried to get to the rooftop of the hotel and we were running up the stairs. Yeah, we took we took up the stairs and we're like... <laughs> at that point, it, it hit me quickly. Yeah, well, for me, my cardio is not that good, so <laughs> I would be out of breath anyways. Um, but yeah, we went, to the, we went to Polanco right away. Polanco is a really nice area. I think if I go back to Mexico City, it's somewhere I would stay. You know, knowing that Ubers are, are cheap... You know, you can take an Uber kind of anywhere between. So it's like if you stay a little bit out of the main part of the city, Polanco is definitely a nice place to stay. Big chain hotels. Um, safe, I would say. Like, They call it the Beverly Hills. We walked around there, I think. I don't remember if it was the day we got there or the day after. 
we walked around there and it's a huge jewish community we were surprised we were i think it was sunday morning uh monday sunday afternoon when we got there we were saying shavuot to people and it's like you know if they don't speak english they still understand yeah. like the jewish words um we walked around there we went to like one of the malls that's where we got the food um really really cool like it's you know the the buildings are like the houses that are there are like the rich people from in latin america so high walls you know high gates um but you look inside you they got nice cars out there like i don't know what these people do but like i wouldn't mind like (laughs) being rich in mexico city um but even there when we went sunday morning for breakfast food was cheap you know you take one 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 like street off the main one it's like you're paying not much for food. It's like, we don't even ask. We're just like, oh, how much is it? Okay. We don't even ask how much it is. We're like, can we get the, the eggs like this and this? And they bring us tortillas, bring us hot sauce. And they're like, okay, 100 pesos or something. Like, even less, I think. That drink we had that first morning in that uh, breakfast place was really good. Was it yeah, a Jamaica? Yeah, Jamaica? Jamaica? Uh, oh, it was amazing. Yeah, I love Jamaica, horchata. Like, Mexico has great drinks. The orange juice even was, like, fucking sick. Um but yeah, like you said, one of the best breakfasts you've had. So yeah, everything, every bite is like so flavorful in, in Mexico. Um, and the street mangoes. Best yo. thing you'll eat in your life. The freshest fruit like ever. It was, they're so good. I can't even remember how many times I got mango. Yeah. And Julian over here probably got it more than me. Yeah. Cause it's like you, it looks, you know, it looks like any ordinary mango and then you eat it. It's like oh, one of the best things in the world. I probably had at least one mango a day. At least, at least. Yeah, one mango a day and then lots of coconut water as well. Do you guys feel like Mexico City is like really overlooked? Yeah. Especially Absolutely. by North Americans? Yeah, I could definitely go back for uh, like maybe a day or two. Anytime, I wouldn't be bored. Yeah, I, f- I feel like... Uh, sorry, Matan, I'm going to let you finish. But <laughs> no, um, but yeah, I feel like Mexico City... I, I've met people that like don't even know that Mexico City is really a thing. Like, not even joking. They don't know it's a thing. They think Mexico is mostly, uh, you know, the coast, some coastal towns and some beaches and resorts. It's a, it's a country of, what, 150, 140, 120 million? I don't know, something like that. Um and yeah it's it's bigger than new york it's uh new york has maybe the metropolitan area maybe 21 million i think mexico city maybe 22 23 million 130 million in the whole country so it's a country full of like incredible culture um something that amazed me about mexico city that i think all of us liked is that uh we all we all fuck with europe we all we all like europe and um definitely you got some yeah, some sort of vibe of, of like a European vibe over there uh, in terms of like the way the city was designed and all that. Um, yeah, you know, also people told me that it would be like super hectic, which I didn't find to be the case. Like, even though it was such a big city, it, it's quite spread out and it felt, um, yeah, it felt really nice to be there. The beautiful, like nice architecture. Sure, some of the places might look a bit old, but I don't care. Like, it's... I still found it to be beautiful. Like a lot of times we're just walking and it felt like being in parts of Spain at at times. Like I was very impressed by the city in general. Um, I'm trying to remember what it was. I, I agree with you on the Euro part. It does. Like I was walking, we're walking around. I'm like, we feel like we're in Barcelona again. Um, where was it going? Uh, Polanco. 
even in Polanco, there were some cool, like, older neighborhoods. Yeah. Like, there was a, a little neighborhood where a few of the the street names were Greek street names. Yeah. Like, there was a- Aristotle's Philosophers. Yeah, and then there was even a little, uh, like, a little stand, a food stand on the corner of the street that was called the Agora. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, that's cool. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, the, the idea of going back to Mexico City, I would definitely go back. But, like, you know, a long layover, like a day or layover, one of those from Mexico, uh, Aeromexico offers those. Like, if you're on the way to somewhere else in Mexico or somewhere in, in Latin America or, or Central America, it's like Mexico City is a great city not to be overlooked. I, you know, I had a, I had someone at work tell me, it's like, don't go there if you don't have family. I'm like, what? I'm like, okay. I'm After that, I'm going to stop taking advice from people. It's like, oh, don't go here. Don't go here. Like, shut up. Like, it's fine. Um but yeah, it's a great, like, if you have 24 hours in the city, I would say if you're fast, you can see most of what there is to offer. There's a nice old district downtown with, like, a, a nice, like, kind of like Las Ramblas in, in Barcelona, but it's, like, a nice walking street. Then you get to um, um, Zocalo with the, the church and the government buildings. And, and everything. The giant flags. The giant. Oh, my God. Mexico has some giant-ass flags. But yeah, Mexico City, it's, like, if you really want to, take it in two three days you're you're golden in that city on the way somewhere else but it's you know it's it's a short flight from most north american cities so i i think like if you want a nice city break from wherever you are go to mexico city even you know people live there now it's like apartments in polanco are probably expensive but other parts of the city it's like it's probably cheap like american expats can live there no problem you know forget tulum forget i don't know wherever cabo go to mexico city it's like if you want to see something interesting yeah it's it's a place that i would even recommend like my parents to go and that says something most places that i've been i probably wouldn't like not most places but there's some places that i probably wouldn't recommend them to go but uh this place for sure it's like you could be very comfortable over there and i think you could you could see the highlights of the city in 24 to 48 hours uh if you don't want to feel rushed um two three days is nice um yeah it was just a nice time and yeah polanco what else is there to say about polanco i don't know it's very nice something else that impressed me about mexico city like if you're going to that city with zero expectations like i guarantee you'll be uh, yeah it'll surpass like any expectations you have it'll impress you something that i liked really was also like the amount of tree-lined streets over there that was really really nice it's like yeah, it makes it feel less of a concrete jungle, you know, like New York and places like that. Um, That's the European aspect of it. Yeah, true, the European aspect. I guess, uh, yeah, it was way more livable than than I expected. And uh, yeah. yeah, something I noticed too was uh, a lot of trees in there. Our first day in Polanco, mm-hmm. it was even in the median separating the, the directions on the roads. There were like big walkways with tons of trees. So it was cool that you could just walk there and there's food stands in like in the middle of the street. Right. And you know how like a lot of um, a lot of big cities, it always feels like everyone around you is in a rush and things are like hectic. And yeah, things you like feel that. like you're you're always in somebody's way. Yeah. Or like, yeah, people are just like not friendly. Um, but in in Mexico City, like it never, never seemed that way. People always were nice and and friendly when you when you needed and yeah I thought that was that was pretty cool yeah I noticed that too even like you can tell people are like they're going somewhere with a destination in mind they have to get there but they're not cutting you off or screaming at you that you're in the way or anything yeah customer service was also always good everywhere we went which is nice 
Speaking about like getting in your way and and rushing, like Mexico City's traffic is chaotic, but it works. Like yeah, I noticed that too. Our our first night with the Uber when we were leaving that uh, the cool museum, and it was raining. Mm. The no, guy the like mall, wasn't stopping at. Uh, he like there weren't. We noticed there was a spot where there just weren't any red lights or intersections anywhere. And he was just kind of driving wherever he wanted, and yeah, and it just worked. It it works. Like I think if you introduce drivers like that to Montreal, everyone everyone here can't drive to begin with. So it's like Mexico. It's like you learn to drive in chaos. You thrive in the chaos. You know. Yeah. So yeah. like these guys, like they drive well. And it's like, you know, sorry, mom, but we didn't wear seatbelts in the back. Like it's fine. Like nothing is gonna happen to you. Like that's kind of how we yeah. felt. I trust. I had trust in the drivers. Like we only saw one car accident that wasn't even in Mexico City. Either way. Yeah, yeah, they, like yeah, it was a highway somewhere on the way to Oaxaca. We did notice a lot of the cars were banged up. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, I'm sure. Tail lights missing and yeah. they just wouldn't bother replacing them. I'm sure people get into little, little bumping matches with other cars. <laughs> I'd say like at least three quarters of the taxis and the Ubers we were in had cracked windshields. Yeah, yeah. But I think that's also people, you know, lo- drive a little bit recklessly and also don't maybe have enough money to repair their cars later on. Yeah, and just the roads being pretty rough as well, too. The road? Like the... Yeah, when you're in some like the older areas, there were cracked roads and yeah, bumpy. Yeah, 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 a little wear and tear. Um, yeah. So when did we? How many days did we have before Oaxaca? I think two, one or two days. One day. No, it was. I think it was two and a bit. Okay, so we stayed in the nice hotel the first night, and then the second night we stayed in the hostel. We stayed in a hostel. I think we only had one night there. Yeah, we had one night there. Um, on. The website, the hostel looked fine. It, the hostel was fine. It was more the people were a bit sketchy. Bathroom is disgusting. Bathroom is like horrendous. Like you felt like you're in prison. Um, the it, wasn't the <laughs> that, it wasn't that bad. It was good. Yeah, I don't remember it being that bad. Um, we we got there. Whatever, like the area is fine. It's not. It's near this at the historic center. Um, I got a top bunk. First time top bunk fell on my ass trying to get out of there oh, yeah. yeah that hurt like hurt like a bitch yeah. um the guy that checked us in i think he was either on drugs oh. didn't speak english or just oh that guy yeah that guy was goofy he yeah find beds. he couldn't find it. he couldn't count to three i don't know what is wrong with him right. like <laughs> like he, when you heard tried spelling his name yeah he couldn't yeah. spell Yair's like y-a-i-r the guy's like y-t he's like he's like he's like he's like he just he just kept writing and then he like wrote your name twice he just yeah. he just couldn't write like i'm looking i'm like i'm like speaking hebrew i'm like like i was like is he this is this guy like not retarded but is he like stupid i don't know i don't think he had a mental i think he's just on drugs i think a lot of people in that hostel were like they let they let cocaine dealers in there. So well, yeah, we saw that on the the, the Colombians on the rooftop. Yeah, there's a, two Colombians on the rooftop. One like Bad Bunny, Bad Bunny Junior. There, like just doing bumps off like like from two like sketchy looking dudes. Like I w- I don't recommend staying there. Um, I don't remember the name to be honest. There was a cute dog. I tried to give him <laughs> have a picture of me holding like a hundred uh, peso bill in front of me. He just looks at me like an idiot. Little Chihuahua. Uh, the place was fine. There was a. Uh, for one night, it was it was okay. It was fine, yeah. I didn't feel like unsafe or anything. It wasn't super no, nice or clean, but I didn't feel unsafe either. But it was just like bleh. I was like kind of grossed out. For six dollars a night, I'm not complaining. Right, and I, the only thing that the thing that really annoyed me there, um, in general, I would say the experience wasn't bad. For me, 
Yeah, there was just like a weirdo who was talking to you guys at some point from like Kansas or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but the the only thing that really bothered me there was probably the people like talking really loud at like 2 or 3 a.m., which a lot of hostels, they don't tolerate that. So I was a little surprised that this place was okay with that but i have a lot more to say about that place for sure you felt what i have a lot more to say about that yeah let's hear um what what do you want me to start with there's so many things i could say yeah first thing that comes to mind um well first off talking about that guy from kansas that we met he was just such a like weird guy like i felt kind of bad for him but like like he was clearly going through some shit um he was like saying how he was living there for like (laughs) Like, living in a hostel. He's been there for, like, fucking six months, or I don't know how long it's no, been. No, 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 no. He, he was in... That was his first night in the hostel, but he's been in Mexico City for, like, six months. And he's like, yeah. I was like, oh, did you visit anywhere around? He's like, yeah, I went to the, the Teotihuacan. And, like, I went down south, like, a bit south of the city. Really cool farmland. I'm like, if I'm in Mexico for six months, I'm seeing the entire country. What are you doing staying in the fucking like, Mexico City Like, I was down so bad. Like, he was oh, saying bro, how, like... Poor guy. Like, the only reason why he <laughs> was, was there was because, like... like he was started dating this girl there, but then they broke up. But like, she was he was still like talking to her even though they broke up. And like, he, I think she was like seeing another guy. But like, he was still like talking to her and like, like she sort of like friend zoned him. I think. And like, it, he was just so down bad. Like, like, why, like yeah. Why? Why would he even? I don't waste even know why he, why he was wasting his time. Like, he was just like there for like holding out hope. He was talking about his personal life way too and much. Keep in mind, really this ads. is like what is this a random guy the first that we half hour met? of meeting him? Well, the like first five minutes. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> and he's telling us all about his like fucking like life, and he has a job, but like he got fired from it, and he's not making any money at that moment. <laughs> it's and like, like not stuff that you want to share. Exactly. It was like some weird marketing firm in New Hampshire that was owned by two people. He's like, yeah, well, they fired me. Well, like I quit, but they let me go. I'm like. In my head, I'm like, he's like, he's like, you guys want to come out and smoke? I'm like, no, I don't smoke cigarettes. It's okay, thanks. And he's like, oh, okay, I'll come back. I'm like, okay. I was like, fuck. Like, I, you know, there's some nice people in hostels. Other people in hostels just leave me the fuck alone. I don't want to talk to you. Yeah, and wasn't he talking about, like, he had to go back to the States to, like, sell a car or something, too? Some goofy yeah. story. Interestingly, I was there with you guys the whole time, yet I never saw this person. I Like, I don't know. I don't know where I was, but I never saw this person. Yeah, I didn't see him so either. So to me, he's like, t- this myth, like this character, mythical, like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I heard and Jordan guy. talking to him, and I could hear their conversation. Yeah. But, like, from the conversation, I didn't feel like walking there to, right. to talk to the guy, too. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, like, we were, like, separated with our beds. Like, we were on completely different ends of, like, the hostel. But, like, me and Matan were sort of close to each other. Like, there were two beds like, across from each other. I was on the bottom on, like, one bunk bed. And he was on the bunk bed across from me on the top. And that guy that we were just talking about is on the bottom of Matan so uh, he was just i don't know he was just a weird guy he was like talking about his like personal life way too much he was yeah. saying that like we're like oh you're going back he was saying he's gonna go back to like kansas like we're like oh you're gonna go like visit like stay there and he's like oh no i'm just going to like sell my car and like come back like what do you mean like yeah i was gonna go sell my car and uh see my friends you know i miss, I miss my family and so i'm like oh, bro, i don't give a fuck like yeah, why would just, you come back just like living like hostel to hostel like in mexico like literally yeah. doing nothing and just there like for his ex girlfriend, that like he was like obsessed. With. I just felt so bad. You for know him. He what? Lost his job. He's toned down bad. Like there are lost people in this world. It's like I'm like when he's talking to us, I'm like fuck. I'm like you know I'm a, I'm a nice guy. You know I'll say hi. I'll be social. But like this, I was tired that day. I'm like this guy is clear. I'm like he's telling us his life story within the first five seconds of meeting him. Like. I feel like I'm going too hard on this guy. No, it's okay. Go for it. Yeah, it's like I just I'm like I really did not care to speak to him. 
and he kept talking to us i'm like uh-huh yeah cool man like i don't care we wish him the best we wish him well we wish um, him well. hopefully he figures his life out and turns yeah. his life around and um, the, has some a little more stability in his the life. beds were weird in the hostel i find like they weren't that comfy I thought they were okay for what we paid for. I, I, yeah, it was six bu- like six bucks a night. You can't complain. They're just kind of sketchy because like when me and Yair we went to Boston like, a couple months ago, and the same thing we had um, like outlets like mm-hmm. in our like beds like, like close to us so we could charge our phone, but the ones in Boston they were like on the inside of the bunk bed and like a little cubby for us so, like nobody could like see them or like mm-hmm. touch them, and I know we had curtains either way, but it was just like weird because in this part the outlet was like literally right next to like like the outside of the bed like you just open the curtains and the outlet's like literally right there mm-hmm. and right like i was charging my phone like i had to like sleep on top of my phone like i don't know about you guys but i put my phone underneath my pillow yeah i put it really it close to me like like because like, i was just nervous that someone would take it and want someone to take it so yeah it kind of felt like a hostel where like people were like looking in your shit yeah and like there's so many other little things like, there were weird the, there were weird people in that like, the like hostel. there were a couple people doing cocaine like right outside our room yeah yeah the colombians um the bathrooms are really fucking gross like, you literally go into the bathrooms you see like pills like all over the ground on like like everywhere around the toilet like it is fucking disgusting. Like you don't know what that is, what it is. Like yeah. I was so happy when we got out of there. And also the place, like when we got there, um, I don't know if you guys remember this, but like we all got towels, but they didn't give me a towel. So then I went down to the front counter to like ask for a towel, and then trying to fucking scam me. And they're like, What oh. they were trying to charge you? Yeah, they were trying to charge me. I'm like, What do you mean? Like, like we paid for the hotel. Like they just didn't believe that I paid. And like, like they said that like. I would have gotten a towel if I was like, like already paid and it's already shown right. in my bed. But I said like I literally like my other three friends, like you guys all got your towels, but I didn't. So I'm just coming here to get one. And they're like, "Oh yeah, like you're gonna have to pay for it." I'm like, "What do you mean you're gonna have to pay for it? It's just a towel." And like they all just got them like when we just checked in, but you never mm-hmm. gave me one. And like after a little bit of discussion, they finally like gave me one. But like as that was all happening, another sketchy thing that happened was like there's this guy that like walked in like ran in like he was like like panting a bit like oh was this like I guy this. yeah this guy from like california and like this like black guy from california <laughs> and it's like this story it probably the thing that happened to him was because he was black and like let's be real mexican cops are very corrupt and mm-hmm. be racist as fuck and he was saying how like he was like down the street from our hostel walking towards the hostel and the cops just randomly stopped him for no reason. And then he's like, um, like, can I help you? And this guy, like, he speaks pretty good Spanish. Like, he was mm-hmm. able to, like, hold his own. And they asked him for his, like, ID. And he's like, why? Like, I don't have to show you my ID. I didn't do anything wrong. And, like, they're like, well, show us your ID right now. Like, get on the wall, show us your ID. And he's like, I didn't do anything wrong. I'm just walking down the sidewalk. Like, he was just walking back to the hostel. And they were just trying to get him to, like, give him, like, their, his ID, his driver's license or whatever. And he was saying that he's heard many stories of, like, like similar to this where cops would pull over someone, ask them for the ID. and then, like, like, specifically uh, foreigners or just anyone in general? I'm sure, like, foreigners, but maybe anyone. I'm not too mm-hmm. sure about that. Anyways, like, they would take their IDs and or whatever, and then they wouldn't give them back unless you, like, paid them. Uh-huh. They'd be like, yeah, I'm not giving you money back unless you, like, pay us like money right and he's like fuck that like i'm not giving you my id like he told me after like there's no fucking way so like 
he said he just bolted. <laughs> like, he just <laughs> ran from the cops, ran, like, turned into the hostel. And then, like, when he, like, walked into the hostel, like, there was nothing the cops could do about it. They drove away. Right. But That's so messed up. It was just, like, kind of sketchy. Right. Man, but also... Yeah, I guess a lesson that you could learn from uh, from that experience, like not from the police thing, but just from our experience at the hostel, even though I got to say I didn't have I don't look back at that. And I was like, oh, that was a bad experience. But obviously, there are much better places. So what I would say is like, instead of looking necessarily for the best deal or cheapest price or cleanest looking grooms or whatever, just because pictures could be deceiving. I would say go and go ahead and look for maybe the most popular places because I find that the most popular places usually have the best crowds. Um, like the second place we stayed at. Yeah, exactly. The second place we stayed at was like quite a well-known place, I think, for I think it's like one of the more popular uh, hostels in Mexico City. Um do you remember what I'm talking about? No. It was the something Sweets D <clears throat> Sweets DF, something like that. Uh oh, it was where you were sick. It was where the British oh yeah the, people on a, on our second time in Mexico City. Yeah, yeah, that was much better, and there was more of a social scene going on. Yeah, there too. so that like people always out on the patio. Exactly. The so when you stay at a more popular place, the crowd will be better. Um, yeah. So that's just some advice I would have for people instead of looking for necessarily the best deal. If you want to have the best experience, um, if you like having small talk with with nicer people, then yeah stay at a more popular place but you know if you're a budget traveler like us you know sometimes a good deal doesn't hurt but you know you get what you pay for uh yeah i guess after after the first place i guess our second day our second day we were uh not our second day but after the first hostel what we were just exploring but were we exploring the old town or not yet? We did that on the way no, back. No, we we did that. That was the day we, we went that. to the market. That's when we got the orange juice. We mm. went to the market and we saw all the meats out, all the foods out. Yeah. yeah that was a fun day. That was... Uh, was that after? No, that was the second day. That was, it was our first time in Mexico City. That was in City. our was first before time, Before Oaxaca. Right? Was it Tuesday? I don't remember when we left Oaxaca. Yeah, I don't remember I don't the exact days, but I just remember like first time Mexico City, second time. Yeah. Like way way there way back whatever um but yeah that market was uh interesting it is the most um most famous market in mexico city just because it's so big um i would say it was cool but quite overwhelming um i don't know if i felt overwhelmed but it was just like it's impossible to navigate just because it's so big yeah if you're looking for a specific section it's gonna be hard i always felt I didn't really feel claustrophobic, but I felt a right. bit crammed. Yeah, exactly. And I was I was really happy that we went there, though, to be honest, because um, it was totally different from the rest of the city. It, it was like it felt like a city within a city, or or it was like, I guess, more classic Latin America, because the rest felt like you know, big city, Mexico City, you know, built up, developed, and then this is like, whoa! I'm like, it feels like you're in the middle of, uh, I don't know. In the middle of Mexico somewhere. It's really when, right where you city. start to feel the culture shock. Yeah, it's true. Uh, yeah, that was totally different from any, like, developed. Uh, but, yeah, I also want to say maybe as guys uh, it's different, especially when you're a group of guys. But um, in terms of safety, I got to say I felt very calm uh, throughout the, our time in Mexico City, like, for the most part. And... Uh, yeah, honestly, I, I can't speak on behalf of like what a solo female traveler would experience, because uh, I'm sure everyone, 
you know, feels different. But I got to say, it felt really good. Um, even maybe on the subway, like on the metro there, you might see some like goofy characters, but I don't see how that's any different from, say, weird characters that you'll see in Montreal metros or yeah. New York subway. Like, so it's nothing so out of the ordinary. Like it, it feels like you're, yeah, it feels like you're in a North American subway system, just much more people like yeah there were some times when we were in the like walking out of the metro and it was like sea of people like something that you almost never see besides places like hong kong or tokyo or whatever that was like that's when i really felt like i was in a uh what do you call it mega city um yeah so that was dope and um yeah it was really nice i i enjoyed the train system there it was like 30 cents for uh, a ride it's like yeah, ten pesos, um, and that was a, a nice deal. Uh, ask yeah. Julian, ask Julian what he ate at the market. Yeah. So, w- what happened? Uh, what happened at the market? Oh, also the the drink that you were having in the mar- the coconut. Oh, uh, also that place was, was amazing. Yeah, oh yeah, so I had the us. I had fresh coconut. Uh, that was on the street before we had made it into the market. Yeah. I was just fresh coconut on the side of the road. They take a machete and they they chop it open, and then they ask you if you want to drink out of the coconut or to go. And to go, they pour it into like a little Ziploc bag. Yeah. And they pour a straw into the Ziploc <laughs> bag and they just give you a bag with a straw. Yeah. It was pretty cool. It was really good. Tasted yeah. amazing. Especially when we were walking around a lot. It's nice and hydrating. Right. And you're like, because you see Mexico Mexico City on the map, you're like, it's not tropical. It's like it's in the middle of this massive country. Yet the fruits are like the freshest, freshest. And oh, yeah. So I wasn't expecting to like be having any coconut there. True. Yeah. It was a nice surprise. And then how about when you you had some sort of snack slash lunch uh, over there? Tell us uh, a bit about what you had. It was quite an interesting experience oh, for I all had of the, us. The Even best. us just watching you eat it was interesting. I think that was my favorite meal of the trip was the tacos de cabeza de borrego, which were sheep's head tacos made with the the, <laughs> the organ meat that the guy was picking off the skull of, of, uh, of off of a sheep's skull. And so was that with some chickpeas and some other, uh, lots of cilantro, of course, yeah, and some onions and those. And then in the back, he was taking the sheep skulls and he was making a a consomme, which is like a, a bone broth, yeah, with uh, just with the sheep skulls, and then cilantro and chickpeas, and he gave it to me in a cup and he just told me to drink it, and it was the best like broth I've had in my life. Oh, it was amazing. Yeah, I I remember you you like told me or asked me to smell it and um yeah i smelled that broth or whatever you want to call it and <laughs> it, it smelled was like, like a farm that was yeah but no honestly it smelled amazing and and like i was so down to try it but i was a bit of a a bit of a p-word you know <laughs> so <laughs> i was like i was i skipped on it just because i was worried uh that i don't know but i thought maybe it was risky but uh no honestly that seemed like an amazing meal oh uh, it was incredible and something that you wouldn't be able to find here right no not at all something i didn't even know existed until we just walked by it the guy was super nice like if i went back to mexico city of course i'd go back to that same market because it's a it's a cool market yeah and i would seek that place out for sure i'd go back for more tacos there right yeah there are just days where i'm in montreal and i'm like it, it doesn't happen often but you know every other week every whatever i'll be like craving some of the food that that we had over there like it's really uh lives up to the hype and mexican food is so much more than uh 
yeah then taco bell whatever <laughs> like that stuff <laughs> is not the real deal um even a pretty simple food like sandwich we had were the tortas yeah those were amazing right and that was the uh that same day we went to the the little chinatown i think we should talk about that that was a pretty cool place yeah, before we got there i remember like that market that we were at like the one thing about mexico is that everyone is so like persistent on you to like eat their food oh, or like yeah. like try it it kind of gets annoying a bit because you're just walking and you have like 20 different people at once coming up to you like trying to like speak spanish and like you barely know what they're saying and they're just reading off their entire menu to you to like try and get you well, to like come to your place yeah they'd say it very fast like, like and it's just like so <laughs> overwhelming sometimes and i remember the most annoying people were the ones that like were too lazy to just like always constantly read their menu <laughs> over and over again so they just recorded themselves like reading their menu and then they blasted on like a speaker of them just like like literally reading their entire menu like just blast on a repeat over and over again like the volume like full blast it was so annoying but i find it so funny that was especially bad once we got in the market in oaxaca where we went for breakfast the minute you make eye contact with anybody at like any stand they immediately just start calling out their entire menu just reciting it by heart just over and over and they're like funny they're like shoving their menus in your face trying to get you to come um back to the chinatown you know what the funny thing about the Chinatown was? No Chinese. <laughs> Not <laughs> a single Chinese person. There was Mexicans dressed up as Chinese people. There's n- and there's like the Chi- yeah. And there's like, oh, you want like a Chinese bun? There's like Nutella espresso but flavored. I was like, what the fuck? The Nutella one was good. But like it was just like sweet bread or some shit. It wasn't like that. Like it was cool to walk around it. Like I I, I looked up Chinatown in Mexico. Like I, I didn't know like I knew there was one there. I was like that I was the one I was thinking I think I was the one to like initiate to go there. Yeah. Um, we went there, I think, either before or after we went to La Torre de Latin America. Yeah, it was right after the tour. Yeah. And uh, but we walked by Palacio Bellas Artes. Yeah. Yeah. That place was cool. We didn't go inside, but it was it was dope. Oh, that like, was it, gorgeous. Yeah. And even the floors were not like marble or granite floors everywhere, yeah. but even just in the middle of like the park, the floors were super shiny. shiny and yeah. It felt like you're inside like a big, rich building. Yeah. Um, Torre Latin America was cool. I think it was like 200 pesos to go up, which is, you know, it's worth it. Um, yeah, you see a lot of helicopters in Mexico City. A lot, a lot of me- helicopters. And I noticed you're so high up that you're like eye level with the helicopters too. I think we were yeah, basically. at like the 30th or 40th floor. Some of that. Like that. For, 48th or 42nd, something like that. Yeah. Um, we met with a Dutch guy there. He's like, he's standing in line. He's talking like this. He's like, you know, I watch in Israel and they do Jordan. And I was like, or I don't know. He's talking like this. He is, this guy, he's like studying, but he's been to like half the world at this point. He's like, yeah, I'm going hiking in Andorra in uh, November, and then I'm going uh, hiking Mount Everest in April. And I was like, okay. He's like, I was like, Jesus fucking Christ, man. He's like, oh, it's like, yeah, I have a. It's like it's like Instagram when you when you see those <laughs> things. It's like your unemployed friend on a Tuesday at, yeah. at two p.m. He's like somewhere else in the world. That's this guy. You know, we talked to him about uh, the Netherlands the farmer protests, and he's like, yeah. they're just annoying. <laughs> he's like talking. He's like, you know, it's like I like. He, or no, it was the other Dutch guy. Yeah, this, I think this guy was in favor. This one, this guy was in favor because he's he's studying. He yeah, studying. yeah. I don't remember. If, like he was, he was fine. Like well traveled. Like the Dutch. I like to, I like I like talking I like talking to Dutch people on when we're away because they're very friendly and they're talkative and they speak English very very well as well. Um, very well traveled guy. Interesting. Like he was a cool guy. He was interesting. Um, 
he's like yeah i went to vietnam for five days in singapore i met with a guy who like owns a singapore airport i was like who the fuck are you like he's like you know my father's well off but my mom is not i'm going to riga latvia with my mother <laughs> then i went to my my dad drives a mercedes you know there's two different kinds of people driving in the netherlands on the mercedes <laughs> I hope this accent is not a. <laughs> so oh yeah, bang on! I, I hope this accent is not rude or anything. What's what he sounded like? I don't know. Yeah. But I like Dutch people talking to them. There, uh, tour the Latin America, cool. Get to see a lot of the city, and there's like another skyline. Like if you look further, I forget which direction. I think it was west or south, but like whole other side of skyline of something else. It's like kind of felt like you're in LA, honestly, because LA has multiple skylines. Mexico City reminded me a little bit of LA because it's, you know, mountainous, um, huge, you know, long distances. Uh, kind of dry, right? Not a bit dry, humid. yeah. Not, not, uh, not too humid. Not too humid. Yeah, we were wearing sweaters half the time. Like, I was wearing a sweater and jeans a lot of the time in Mexico yeah, City. In LA in the winter. Yeah, yeah, always chilly overnight, chilly in the morning, warms up in the day. And it rained a lot while we were there, too. Like, rained yeah. almost every evening. Yeah. But just for a little bit. Yeah, it's, that's what I like about Latin America. Like, from the places i've been you exp- you know when it's gonna rain it's, uh, it's 3 p.m it's gonna rain for two hours well, i'll go find something to do inside kind of kind of like that um yeah i think that was like the last thing we did in mexico we tried to go to a lucha libre but we we went to the wrong one by accident we went to the it was the wrong the wrong, day. The wrong day um so our flight we were originally supposed to fly to oaxaca oh sorry that morning we we were going to the bus station because our flight got canceled. But that morning we went to a, another local market. We had a great breakfast. Yeah, the coffee with the coffee was great. The coffee there was amazing. The tortas were great. We bought some bananas, which was good. Um, bought some snacks. Um, we took an Uber. There were weird people in that area. I remember that. It was. We were like, it wasn't far. Yeah, there's someone dancing to like Skrillex from 2011. Oh yeah, that guy. Um, and the guy that liked the air shoes. Yeah, he's like, me gusta tu zapatas. He's like, te, he's like, te gusta? He's like, sí. <laughs> um, sir. Claro que sí, güey. Like, we were driving through there and we're like, this area feels sketch. And we're like, oh, the driver's like, oh, this is Tepito. We're like, what the fuck? Oh, right. We're like, we're like right on the outskirts of Tepito. And they're yeah, like, they're well, right. Police with their riot right, shields. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. People are supposed everywhere. to feel, Like, if you want to get anything you want you go to tepito like you want a human liver go to tepito probably um so we drove we took an uber to the bus station i think yeah and we bought a bus ticket 50 bucks one way it's it's more expensive than what i remember but i think maybe because we bought it like that day of that was a super nice ride though i'm grateful we got to see that ride because we yeah. saw so much countryside beautiful mountains yeah the mountains in oaxaca and i think it was puebla state they go yeah, on yeah, forever i was like damn this is like you know, you finally get out of Mexico City and then it's green. It's beautiful. The Mexican countryside, is, like, uh, part of it is depressing. You know, a lot of towns or, you know, everything's old. But a lot of ag- agriculture, which was really cool to see. A lot of guys with horses, a lot of trucks, a lot of... It was... Part of it was cool. A part of it looked bit depressing. Like, I understand why people are leaving the countryside there. Um, but once you enter in the mountains in Puebla and state and Oaxaca state, we got stuck in traffic outside Puebla. I remember that for like two hours. It was, like, it was a long time. There's some Mexican movie blasting on the TV. Like, uh, I think I was like half Kids asleep. crying in the back. Yeah, oh my God. There was a fucking kid crying. Like, <laughs> the entire fucking ride. And he had like some dragon costume yeah, on or something too. Yeah, he had some dragon. 
Chiefs. <laughs> we stopped in some middle but fuck nowhere town with some sad dogs. A lot of sad looking dogs yeah, in Mexico. Dogs missing legs. Yeah. You don't you like you don't want to touch them, just but strays. like you wanted to like give them a hug, but you, you don't touch these dogs. Um my dog would, you know, if I ever want him to lose weight, sending him to Mexico would be a good idea. Um what else? That's a joke, obviously. Um yeah, on the way there, the mountains were cra- crazy. We got rain. There was a bit of rain in the mountains, I remember. Yep. Um, we saw a car flipped over on the highway. Some dude, like, in a sombrero. No, some, like, a huge hat. He's just waving. He's like, oh, that is. I was like, what the fuck is he? What the fuck is going on here? Um, when, then we, we were, when we were first leaving Mexico City, too, I thought it was cool. We saw there was uh, people using a gondola as public yeah, transportation yeah. just up in the sky not to go up a mountain but to get to work that's kind of common in latin america i think quito might have it mm-hmm. i think bolivia has it la paz and bolivia has it it'd be cool to know. it'd be cool to take one when we're in ecuador yeah i'd hope so that'd, I'd, be, really that'd cool. be i would do it you definitely get nice pictures and nice views from up there too yeah yeah there is a, a famous lookout um yeah, there's a famous lookout in Quito that you take a funicular or whatever cable car Teleferico. up there. Yeah, Teleferico. Um, yeah, Mexico City, it's cool. Like you said, is like when you're leaving, when you're going out, like the mountains, some some of the mountains, uh, I'm not talking about the really tall ones, but like the hills outside of the city are like completely covered uh, with with homes so like barrios like favela looking places um so that was really cool to see it's not a place i would ever walk into but just seeing it from the bus was really cool and like you said i'm really happy that we did that bus ride yeah um and and i'm glad it was it was like a seven hour bus ride or something i'm glad it was during the day and not overnight so that you could actually see everything exactly because there are like 11 hour overnight bus i don't know why it's slower at night or something but um yeah, I'm, I'm happy we didn't do an overnight thing because also then it's like impossible to fall asleep on the bus. And um, at least we got to see uh, a nice amount of the countryside. And Mexico's countryside is, is really incredible. It's not to be... Uh, yeah, it's it's a nice thing to see. And then, yeah, I guess what Matan, what you were saying, like kind of looking depressing, I, I kind of found that cool how like we would go and the the landscape would kind of... Maybe in in some people's eyes it would be a bit depressing, but I kind of found it cool how it would go from like uh, really green to like kind of dry, mm-hmm. and then like it would change, like the landscapes would change, and the the climate I guess would change. Uh, so I found that super nice. And then in wow, Oaxaca, so we should definitely talk about the tlayudas we had there. Yeah, that was our first night. Yeah, it was the first night we we checked into the hostel. We got a private room for that one. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, the room was okay. Yeah. Yeah. But again, oh, there was a loud bunk bed. And <laughs> the the fan was being goofy. I think I think we paid like four dollars a night each. Uh, there, it was yeah. a goofy room. Yeah. Um, when we first got to Oaxaca, do you remember what signs we used to say? We were oh, yeah, saying there was a there was a fuck you gringo sign. Uh, yeah, and there was one gringo go home. Yeah. We got there. We got there in the afternoon. I think we chilled a bit, and then we went out for for food. The yeah. hostel we stayed at was cool, though. I liked the hostel. The hostel was cool. That was the first night that you and I were... Like, we noticed we were maybe getting some looks. Yeah. And we felt maybe not the most welcome. Yeah. I think we walked maybe in a different area, but, like, I felt I felt eyes on us. Like, yeah, I definitely I felt I didn't feel in eyes. danger. I didn't feel in danger, but I felt like, what are you doing here? Like, what? Yeah, like, even when we were eating the Tlayudas, like, the guys next to us moved over. One of them gave one of us a seat, 
And so, like, the people right next to us were, were super nice and yeah, friendly. Yeah, But I noticed, like, people across the street just, like, you would look around and you notice that they were staring at you. But at some point, we were the only, like, gringos there. It felt like it. Yeah, it's probably like just that we just stood out. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what surprised me most about Oaxaca is that, you know, Oaxaca City, it's so famous among so many tourists and stuff. You know, it's like a... It's like a famous travel destination, right? For for people that are interested in like Mexican culture and stuff. And then what surprised, yeah, especially the food. Uh, but what really surprised me is how Oaxaca is like really, it's a Mexican city, you know, with Mexican people living there and all that is like, yeah, there were some points like you guys just said where we were walking around and it's like we kind of seemed out of place. Not that I felt, you know, not that I felt in danger, but yeah, sure, people will give us looks and stuff, but um yeah, so that was uh, that was definitely surprising. Yeah, we got some tlayudas. Those were those were sick. Fantastic. Yeah, it was cool because we got to try the Oaxacan cheese on top of the tlayudas. Yeah, there was a lady just pulling Yo, out they don't the, s- the string cheese. Yeah, they don't skimp on any of the no. ingredients. Yeah, and man, those hot sauces are like some of the best and most hot hot sauces you'll with those you'll pickled. Have. There were pickled mm. red onions too. That yeah, were fantastic. Yeah, the yeah. I don't I don't know why I'm sharing this. Uh, no need but like yeah my teeth were were very sensitive that day because uh because of some stuff and so that like fucking hurt my teeth because they're really crunchy but um yeah they're they're so worth that's like one of the most famous i would say foods from oaxaca and it's yeah. uh definitely worth uh lives up to the hype they put like avocado in there tomatoes it's like cheese meat yeah it's you like, could get it without meat if you want it's a huge i think it's a huge flour tortilla uh-huh and then they smear a bunch of beans on top yeah they add the cheese they add they some meat it. if you want to i took meat and cheese with i think everything i ate had meat in it. it it almost felt like a like a lebanese pita yeah like the lebanese pitas are huge i think um like the ones you buy in the grocery yeah, store it was massive and then yeah. it was folded in half too yeah then you opened it up and I, loaded it with you know hot it's sauce. if you have a sensitive stomach you know the, the beans and the and the hot sauce like it, it like i don't have a sensitive stomach i think i was just off that day but like i was like we ran back to the i ran back to that hostel but it was it was so good like it was so fuck like i would have another one if if i could see that being great drunk food first of all like i would have another one like if i'm you know even if i'm sober like i would eat, yeah. eat them like easily um what else uh oaxaca night was felt a bit was fine i think that was just the first night i think it was, was just off. the first night the, yeah the second night there was fine like second when night. you and i when uh we continued walking. Jordan went home. They went back home early. Probably to poop. We walked for a little bit. That was really nice. It was a nice night. There was some live music out in like the little <laughs> yeah. Zocalo. Yeah, but you need a day to see Oaxaca City. That's like an av- you can see it in two yeah. hours in an afternoon. Like we were not bored, but we we're like, okay, let's get out of here. I wasn't bored, but it was really nice walking to the market. I think the breakfast market was really cool. Yeah, we went to the same place like I think two three days in a row. Right. Yeah, it's a colonial town um it's nice it's colorful it's uh picturesque yeah actually i have i don't have too many pictures from there but the ones i do have are really nice because you have some like uh colorful things hanging like on top of the street yeah like little banners yeah exactly and sometimes you'll catch like sometimes you'll get like that perfect picture with like a a old Volkswagen, like an old beetle Mm -hmm. and the thing colorful things and mountain in the back and like colorful buildings so that yeah that's really nice um and yeah just go go there i would recommend anyone to go there you know go to the city enjoy walk around a bit 
uh, and enjoy the food, of course, because I think that's a that's a highlight. It was nice too walking around in the mornings. It's it's much less busy. Mm-hmm. People are going to work, going to school. Like we're walking right by the university, yeah. which is like small little buildings. I uh, I feel like there's a lot of local tourism there, like Mexican tourism. But I, you know, I heard of Oaxaca like a long time ago. I was like, oh, it's culinary capital. Like we tried mole. Uh, which i wasn't crazy it was about it was too. mid I found it was kind of like you guys boring. had it with chicken i just tasted it with a bread Year had it i tried years it was yeah. it was just boring. they have the oaxaca chocolate the market there was great i <clears throat> really liked it i think my favorite market was in oaxaca because like mm. clean yeah a lot of there's a lot of yeah, interesting they, they made us they made us sanitize our hands checked our temperature when we walked in yeah mask on yeah I remember, yeah mexico was still pretty anal about masks at some point um yeah the market was cool like there's the hot chocolate with the bread which is interesting I remember being really hungry that morning and was demolishing that bread. Um, yeah. And it's like a huge... It's a it's huge... It's like a bowl of hot chocolate. Yeah, yeah. You can get it with milk, too. Yeah. And the chocolate is just amazing because it's got in the chocolate mm-hmm. itself. Just one question for, for maybe coffee lovers out there. What was... I know I'm going a li- little bit back in, in time here. Um, the one that we had in Mexico City in the morning, what was in there? Because I, even yeah, I want to remember. I remember asking the guy. It was amazing. No, they put cinnamon in the coffee, but they brew it with the coffee grounds instead of putting it in afterwards. Mm-hmm. So it's so as it's like all the boiling water is poured through, it's brewed with there. Oh yeah, you can really smell it. It's super strong, and it's got cane sugar. That it's not like when you make a coffee and add sugar after. It's brewed with the like the coffee ground, yeah. the ground coffee beans. Yeah. Cane sugar and cinnamon are all mixed together, and that, that's how you brew the coffee. But it was cane sugar, or it was some other sort He was of... saying something else. Mm-hmm. I didn't really understand the word, but yeah. when I looked it up, it looked kind of like a okay. type of sugar. Yeah, and... Um, like unprocessed raw sugar. Yeah, something that I already mentioned, but when it comes to servings, like Mexico, they, they know how to give a proper serving. Um, yeah, like you said, the hot chocolate was, like, big. The coffee was big. It's like damn it it's uh it was a great experience and he gave us a, a huge like loaf of sweet bread with the mm. with the coffee as well that you could dip in there yeah it's really good that's something that i would uh i would <laughs> i would love to have every morning of course i wouldn't but um yeah that's something i could eat like almost every day yeah even just the breakfast there were, were super good yeah i had a tlaiuda for breakfast at some point it was good. it was tasty yeah there our second or third day you had a tlaiuda yeah Yer had really cool uh, huevos huaqueña. I don't know if you want to talk about that, but the beans and the rice. Yeah, so that was, um, I think it's it was kind of like an omelet, uh, from what I remember, maybe with Oaxaca cheese inside. Yeah, a, like an amazing sauce. I don't even know what that sauce was, like maybe a tomato-based sauce. Yeah, I think sauce. it was just like salsa rojo. Yeah, and um, beans and rice. Um, the The OG one, I think, just comes with beans, but I asked for rice also. I think th- there was a bit of a misunderstanding. I think first she just gave me rice, and then I was like, "Oh, but I also want beans." Like, of course, uh, you know, the pricing it doesn't really matter. It's what they're gonna charge you an extra thirty cents. So I'm like, "Give me also some beans," and beans. yeah, yeah, no joke. Like, those were the because yeah, it's hard to explain this like just on a podcast, but like just saying how good those beans were like oh, it's, yeah. it's crazy it's like because beans are you know beans are boring right beans are whatever but these beans like i don't know what they did to them i don't know flavor. what they're like they're yeah like seasoned or something it was delicious yeah that's a that was my one of my favorite meals there was the that big big breakfast and i wonder how much it costed maybe four bucks yeah. um 
yeah with uh, the coffee with the bread with the egg with the everything was uh fantastic and you know just a tip for travelers out there i'm sure this is common sense but maybe not to some people um when you're looking for places to eat you know try to look for the places that seem busiest those uh and busiest not I'm not talking about busiest with uh, gringos because sometimes a, a group of tourists could might sit down at a place and, oh, it seems busy. But see where the most local people are, are yeah, eating. And we had a lot of, yeah, there were a lot of like older, I think, Mexican people. Yeah, that, people who stopped there like before going to work or other yeah. people who were in the market. They all seem to know each other. Yeah. Like maybe they're regular. Well, we took a seat and... The market, I think this was our second day, first day. First full day in Oaxaca. We decided to... Went back to the hostel for a bit, and we we're like, "What else can we do here?" We're kind of bored. Like, you can see Oaxaca, like the city itself, in like an afternoon. You don't need that much time. Um, but the area, the, the state of Oaxaca is beautiful. Unfortunately, we didn't have time to go down to Puerto Escondido, which we would have loved to do. Maybe on the next trip. Definitely on the next trip. Definitely on the next trip because you know we, I have the Aero Mexico and Valaris voucher. Yeah. Um, so we're like we talked to the lady at the front desk she speaks a mix of english and spanish but i think we were speaking to her in english she was like an older lady like tough lady um she's like oh have you heard of yerba de or yeah you brought up yerba del agua it's like a, a mineral f mineral water waterfall um it's called i think a petrified waterfall yeah. i think that's the yeah, term it's petrified yeah so it's like the, the mineral buildup over time Created, you know, made over thousands solid. of years, yeah. the sediment in the water gets deposited yeah. and sort of like calcifies. Mm -hmm. And so it looks almost like you, when you see a frozen waterfall in the mm -hmm. winter yeah. and you see the like the water turns into icicles. Yeah. It's like that, except it's hot out. So it's, it's, uh, it's, a really it's just cool. petrified rock. It's really, it's really cool. Really cool. And when we were there, I saw an old Mexican lady. She was taking a cup and pouring it into the springs and just drinking out of the water. So I asked her, like, what are you doing? Is that good? And she told me to try it. So I, I like, just scooped some up with my hands and I tried it. And it was like, uh, it tasted like fizzy water. Wow, it was like really Perrier? good. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It smelled a bit like sulfury almost. Yeah, because it's mineral. Yeah. yeah. It was really good. So it so was like flavored water. Yeah. So we asked her about how to get just, there. Just beforehand, I just want to say that this might have been one of my favorite days of the whole trip. Oh, agreed, agreed, agreed. Oh, especially with our taxi driver. I was, I was he was a that. really fun guy. We were gonna get. I was gonna get that. So she's like, "Oh, you maybe take a bus. Like it'll take you to some ruins. Then you have to take another bus." And we're like, "Eh." They're like, "She's like, oh, you can also take a colectivo." And I was like, "What's that?" And we're like, "What?" Well, she's like, "Oh, it's a taxi." So she brings. Us, she points us in the direction of it, and like the the street. We walk around. We're like, "Oh, the puedes? Uh, can we go to Yerva um, del Agua?" Or we, we wanted to go well, to the first ruins. We had first. asked him about to take us to Mitla. Mitla. The Mitla ruins. Mitla yeah. ruins. Yeah. And he's like, okay, he gave us a price. We're like, eh. But then he takes us there to some other town. He's like, it's on the way. And we're like, okay, there's the Akia Yerbe del Agua. He's like, no, no, no. He's like, he gives us a price. I was like, no, mommy's way. I was like, I was like, I put on my best, like you know, Chico accent, Chicano accent. And eventually, like we we came with a price. I think the entire day costed us like. 10 bucks each something that's not nothing crazy yeah, it, it wasn't outrageous and yeah it was like it was like what, what like we paid you, you can negotiate with him and yeah he was he, and he was really fun and he was a young guy too he yeah. was younger than we were he was like he's, 20 years yeah, old yeah he's like my he's like uh, i was like uh cuanto años tienes he's like he's like 20 i was like ¿Qué? i was like no mom i was like he's like younger than my brother he's like my brother's age i was like what the fuck and you're driving a taxi and this man driving fast too this guy <laughs> We we took we took like the crazy like the the nice highway back. This guy's driving one forty, no seat belt. Like 
Important phone, phone in his hand. Phone in his send, hand. Sending voice, send voice, voice notes. notes. Yeah. Call, he calling his, uh, calling well, his buddies. The first part was like worried at first when he pulled into like the drive-through yeah. ga- gas station. That was really cool. Yeah, that was interesting. There was a like drive-through, a drive-through corner yeah, store. Yeah. I don't know why they don't have them in the States. I feel like people would abuse the shit out of them. They have them in Mexico. That's very, that's very smart. Um, he, he's like... He was driving crazy. He's like, well, he saw his friend, yeah, in like the car next to him. But we didn't know this at the time, so he yeah. like called the guy, and then they were kind of like chasing each other. Yeah, and I was a bit uneasy. Like I thought maybe he was gonna like have the guy because they were speaking Spanish, and yeah, when you're speaking fast, I don't understand everything. Right. So I thought maybe we were gonna get like pulled Scammed over and there. mugged or something. Yeah. Yeah. Is it a setup? Or? Yeah. Yeah, but uh, no, he was nice. He was chill. Oh, he was um, awesome. Driving 140 down the highway. You know, I remember in Puerto Rico, people didn't wear their seatbelts, but they had the beep, beep, beep. Here, like, there was no ding. There was nothing. They disabled that shit somehow. Um, he's driving like a madman, going like, like, I think Julian, you asked for his playlist because his playlist was fire. He's oh, like, it was a fun he playlist. Yeah, knew, he, he shared his uh, Spotify playlist with me. Oh, yeah? yeah. I, he knew every, yeah, yeah, every Mexican song, every song in Spanish. He's like, he's singing along. We're having the time of our life. He drops us off at um, the Yerba del Agua. At the, like the, the 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 bottom or the top, I forget where it was. Yeah, um, it was at the top, and he told us like, okay, you have this much time, and and I'll be back. He gave us three hours, and we're like, he's like, you guys better. He's like, pay half. Can you guys pay me half now? Because <laughs> last time I took someone, and they took a different taxi. We're like, no worries, Miguel, Manuel, like we got you. And something interesting there, we actually, this was on the way up, like on the way when we were leaving. But there was a a couple from France that lived in Montreal that had a van that took them. They were they were t- taking it from Montreal to argentina i yeah, think ushuaia ushuaia or something yeah. we're like what the fuck we saw in montreal like quebec license plate we're like wow yeah, and there montreal was a parking pass montreal from parking like pass 2022 or, yeah from uh somewhere, probably like somewhere in the city yeah um and turns out there are a couple from montpellier in france where like i was like, so I was like I, you know we're speaking them in french and stuff and like she's a teacher or something and he's a uh, he does something else he does some sort of he, they I both work online teaching. he taught at UTS I think yeah he they both they both taught online or something they both worked online and that's crazy he's like you know some days I want to uh, I want to work I want to just drive and but we have to work and make our money and I was like that's ah, fair and it was really cool like they were driving with a nice like converted van like they say but we asked them it's like okay when you get to Panama well, how are you gonna get to Colombia he's like oh we have to ship uh, on besoin du chipper oh, le, yeah? le van oh yeah. I didn't get that part like, we have to ship the van and I was like oh okay how much does it cost the-? she's like ah send me dollars like seven thousand dollars I was like what the fuck he's like it's a price to, to ship pay it o- like over the Panama Canal or no 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 to ship no, it from get from Panama to Colombia to get from Pan- uh, Panama to Colombia right yeah to get from Panama to Colombia there's no like land border because there's like i forget what it's called sorry to get, we're going on a bit of a tangent but yeah. there's an area between panama and colombia that's like kind of a no man's land that there's like guerrilla groups there and like oh, okay. like there's an impenetrable jungle like someone tried to cross it and they got murdered just because it's too unsafe or there's no road there and they've no tried yeah they've people have tried to build roads there it's just it's impossible like there's just there's just malaria and diseases and like oh yeah i people, can see the road ending on google maps people now. say people say it's like cursed or something like they but so we have to ship it from somewhere in panama to maybe cartagena or somewhere on the on the west coast of pan of colombia and seven thousand dollars i was like jesus christ it's like a nice chunk of people's salaries but they were uh, taking their time though. i think they had decided it was going to be like a two-year trip yeah so they, i remember them saying they, they spent three months going Cal- through the states california or something yeah. yeah it's cool though it's like it's um 
So yeah, we walked around Yerba del Agua. It's a bit... Your taxi driver told us not to eat there and he yeah. could take us to another cool place yeah. afterwards as We well. didn't end up eating there, but you had mangoes and like we had snacks there, I think. I had a nice coconut water yeah. and mangoes, of course. I remember there you have to pay to use the bathroom, which is annoying, but like... All over Mexico too, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's it's very much just... I think North America, you don't, you don't pay for the bathrooms because in Europe, you have to pay for the bathrooms. Yeah. In Israel too, I think some parts, some places you have to pay for the bathroom. It's just, it's goofy. It's annoying. Yeah. And they, they were not at all nice bathrooms. No. <laughs> you didn't, you didn't think that you were paying for the bathrooms. There was some point, I think like the guy wasn't there. So I just went to pee, but I think I like dropped like 10 pesos on his desk after I was like, whatever. Yeah. It's funny. Like they, you pay and they give you like a napkin basically. Yeah. <laughs> it's like not even a toilet. They yeah. give you like a napkin. It's like, yeah, that was pretty goofy. But uh, here for Delago it was cool. How was the water? I didn't go. I didn't personally. I didn't go in, but the water yeah, was me, warm. Yeah, and, and Jordan went for a dip. It was funny. Yeah. It was no, pretty cool. No sunscreen. Having ass like. Mm. Oh, you don't need sunscreen. Larry the lobster came out. Um, but the view from the there view was, was amazing because you're like, like on the, on the edge of a cliff. Yeah, who needs up in the mountains? Who needs like that big hotel in Singapore? You got like the <laughs> you got the that view. Yeah, it was. It's like is it like a hot tub? It was hot, right? It was warm? Uh, not really. It was like whatever. It was like a warm bath, like over a view. It was like amazing. Yeah, the, the shallower parts. So I was looking it up. Some of the pools were naturally made. And then some of them were excavated by like, I guess, the whatever parks organization runs it. They make it a bit deeper. The big ones with the, the lookout where he went swimming. Yeah. That one was dug out. It was excavated. Okay. I think the best way I could explain it to people listening is like a, a, nat- a yeah, natural uh, infinity pool. Yeah, it's like something like absolutely. That. Yeah, that was uh, that was awesome. I really enjoyed uh, Yerva del Agua because it was nice also to like do a day trip um, outside of Oaxaca City, like into nature, and into I guess you could even say like not real. Yeah, I guess real Mexico, like into the country, um, and explore different different parts of the state. And it's the- such a beautiful state. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, and the drive up was amazing. We saw all the um, the blue agave that they used to make mezcal and different tequilas. Right. And we saw little uh, like little fire pits where they were preparing distilling the uh, the mezcal just on the side of the street. Yeah. We saw goats, and dogs fighting with each other. Right. It was really cool. I think one of our best pictures from the whole trip is like we stopped in the middle of the road, basically, or like right on the side of the road, and uh, yeah, it was empty. There were no cars. It was like. There was a lookout of the mountains, and it was, uh, yeah, that yeah, was Yeah, and the taxi driver was like, he he knew the area well. He was pointing out caves right. to us. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a beautiful country. And then afterwards, after we finished uh, swimming and all that, oh, yeah, a lot of the people, it was mostly, like like Matan was saying, like Mexican tourism, but also, like, a lot of young Europeans. Yeah, there were people from France. I think we saw some Germans, yeah, too. Yeah, some Germans. Oh, yeah, there were Germans that spoke to us when we walked down on that path. Yeah. Yeah um but yeah definitely oh yeah i think there were some like californians but they're mexican that spoke to us a little bit uh oh yeah there was that big group that was mm -hmm. like mexicans that moved to california and were back visiting family yeah exactly like they're originally from oaxaca um can we talk about the the food the meal afterwards yeah please please yeah so manuelito our um our taxi driver brought us to a little place on the side of the road we get out and there's these uh these old these little old mexican grandmas, ladies yeah. yeah grandma's cooking over a, a comal which is they had a, a fire pit underneath with a huge like kind of like a cast iron griddle but it's massive like three feet across and you just tell them what you want and they make it on the spot mm-hmm. we had uh, 
Oh, we all, I think we all tried different things. I had memelas, yeah. which were like really good. Memelas was the flour. flat bread. Thing? Yeah, it was like the corn flour. It was it was thick, like a, yeah. almost like a non bread, but mm-hmm. made out of masarina. And then just loaded up with cheese and beans. And this, uh, that and one sausage. was like a crumbly cheese, right? Yeah, yeah. That was sick. Yeah. yeah, it was a string cheese, but she she pulled it apart and then they uh, chopped it up super tiny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was amazing. That was actually for me, I would say my favorite meal. Not only because it was not only did I find the food to be the best, like just my best meal, but I also just found the setting to be incredible. The it was like just was really cool, on the yeah. side of the road. The floor was like the floor had like a lot of bottle caps. Did yeah, you notice they that? were from the old beers. I think they mm-hmm. like just like it was like a dusty floor that was yeah just like people walking over and pack packing it down right so that was really interesting i think just the fact that it was like two um two mexican grandmas like making food it was it was cool and also yeah i just don't imagine many tourists like stopping there and going to get food so i think that was, and it was like a local spot from that was recommended to us by manuel so it was great and also i had a hot chocolate there me too i was because that's something that oaxaca is known for is the oaxacan hot the oaxacan chocolate yeah and the hot chocolate it was really cool to experience that we had the um what do they call the thing that's oh quesadilla the thing that they yeah they have a like they called there were like three different things we ate in mexico called quesadillas and there were three completely different things right yeah i think quesadilla is like a vague term maybe for something with cheese um but yeah that was really solid and uh, for mine, they even put like flowers inside. Do you remember what kind? It might of have flowers? been zucchini flowers. Oh, zucchini flowers. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, excellent. But everything was loaded up fresh. Like she cut mm-hmm. the tomatoes, uh, cut the avocado, put the avocado on top with everything. It was really uh, went- um, could be. Yeah, I might have had the one mimi beer. Also, I think it might have been a Oaxacan beer. I I don't know, but it was Mexican for sure. And uh, yeah, it was just perfect. And it was nice to uh, to get to sit with our taxi driver too and eat with him. Yeah, he was fun. Yeah, Matan would uh, would laugh at this part because I think that's one of his one of Matan's <laughs> uh, fondest memories of like when we were just sitting eating talking and then our our taxi driver just let it rip. You know, right when he's sitting just next to us eating, being loud for it. Yeah, <laughs> and he he just starts laughing and we all laugh together. It's like it's cool because even though there's like kind of a you know there is a language barrier at the end of the day. None of us are really fluent in Spanish. We could all kind of get by. Um, but yeah, even even with those language barriers, we were still able to like share some laughs and, you know, to the best of our abilities, have like cool conversations with uh, a young uh, Mexican person, which uh, is a cool opportunity for us. It's a cool thing for us. Yeah. Yeah, that was a uh, I'm definitely going to remember that day for a long time. Same. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was cool because at the end of the day, it didn't feel like, oh, this guy was just our, our taxi driver just driving us around. It felt like, you know, we almost made it like a new friend. Yeah. It felt. Yeah. I've got him on Instagram. That's so cool. <laughs> That's really cool. And yeah, like we were saying before, he was showing us all his cool music. Um, yeah. Mexican people, they're so, um, they're very social, I find. Yeah. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah. And then that drive back was too cool too. Going down the mountains, he was just flooring it yeah and yeah whenever, he, we were flying and i noticed whenever cars pass because they're small like one lane in each direction highways whenever a car wants to pass you you don't slow down but you pull over to the shoulder 
Yeah. And you just keep going like 120 on the shoulder. You get past and then you go back in your right. lane. Yeah, I, I was talking you... about Manuel's uh, great table manners. Oh, man. So we're eating. <laughs> I'm sitting next to this guy. And we're, you know, just enjoying our blue tortillas. And he just lifts his leg and goes. <laughs> and then we all pause for like. Pause. Pause. <laughs> You'll pause. We all pause for like three seconds. And he realizes what he's done. We all piss ourselves. He's like, oh, lo siento, lo siento, disculpe, disculpe. And he's like, perdón, perdón, perdón. I was like, no, no, it's okay, it's okay. We're like, we all do it too. Yeah. And he's just like, he's just, he's just like, he's like, <laughs> he goes, ay. <laughs> it's just fucking like typical, like you stereotypical Mexican thing you, you would think. It's so fucking funny. Um, yeah, the highway on the way back was cool too. Because it was like, he's, but he took a good highway, right? <clears throat> Yeah. Few yeah, we we paid for the the fee. Yeah. And I thought um, it was cool too. I noticed. I don't know if you noticed there were like speed bumps on the highway. Like every now and then on the highway, he would just slow down. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. the car would scrape on the bottom of the. Oh speed god, bump. It was yeah. So aggressive. That's something that I've noticed about Mexico. All the cars probably they all scrape because yeah. the speed bumps are way too high for these little ass cars. Um. Yeah, on the way back, on the way there, we took the best boys picture of all time. On the highway, it's uh, my background on my like the inside background on my phone. Um, yeah, it was like a really cool picture. Uh, yeah, Oaxaca was a great, great boys trip. I don't I really remember. Think we did it much beyond that, right? No, like, the walking the, around at night. No. The next day we went out. We just walked around again. Yeah, because yeah. our, our flight was at six p.m., five p.m. So yeah. we get to the airport at like three. We're like, it takes us 30 seconds to get through security. Yeah, we easily little, could have arrived like 15 10. minutes before our flight and not had any problem at all. It was a little cowboy border, like, mm-hmm. just so stupid. It was fine, like, cow- cowboy airport. Like, it was, like, nothing. Like, it was nothing. There was, like, three, te- like, four or five flights, like, Cancun, Guatemala City, Monterrey, Houston, and Mexico City. I was like, this is nothing. Yeah, not only was it, like, one of the most lax, like, chill... Um, you know security we've ever gone through but also yeah just like the um, the runway and all those the yeah it's called a runway right yeah. yeah and like walking onto the plane is like it was so beautiful all around it it was like surrounded by mountains right and that airport itself was like super clean and nice yeah. it was nicer than the one in mexico city too mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and it was cool that we had all the glass you can look out i think there was only one runway yeah and you see the plane taking off yeah. right in front of you yeah flight was so short it was like an hour yeah it's like we were by the time we got up into the there was turbulence on that flight jordan and i listened to the dj khaled album <laughs> bid um it was like we go up by the time we're up like we're already down like it was a flight with volaris like they refunded us i think or they gave us a voucher for the way there because yeah we didn't, didn't really explain that part why we yeah. had to take a bus so we, we had to take a bus because our flight was moved to the same day so we like we it was like on the we would we we like would have landed yeah. like thirty minutes before we would have had to leave to fly back, right? Because I guess just some scheduling conflict, the flight got rearranged and their systems glitched or whatever. Yeah, it made no sense. So even though we had a flight, we couldn't cancel it because you could only cancel your uh, flight like twenty four or forty eight hours after you book it. So we were at a point where we're like, okay, we'll we'll lose. Uh, it's a hundred dollar flight it's it's not the end of the world yeah i think it was like a total of maybe 70 bucks round trip Mm -hmm. so it was like okay we lost like 35 bucks and then we have to spend a bit extra on the bus ride but at least we got to see things on the bus ride 
Um, but yeah, they ended up giving us. Uh, it seems it seems like we got a full refund. Yeah. Uh, for yeah, for the whole thing. So then we went back to Mexico City. I think yeah. we were there for two days on the second time, or yeah, two days, and then the third day I left. Yeah. And then you guys left like at the end of that same day or something. I know you guys went to see the pyramids without me. Do you want to talk about that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can start with that. You, we, we went out for dinner the night before. Yeah. And you goofed. You had some ice. But to be honest, I I probably would have tr- had the ice too. M- maybe maybe I would have said no just because I and thought, you know, you know it was, ice in It was Mexico. an actual restaurant. It wasn't, yeah. We I, had, I had ordered the water and he'd asked me if I wanted ice. And I said no. And then he brought it a glass and it had ice. And I saw it and I kind of like gave pause. But I was like, ah whatever it's, it's a restaurant an establishment. Yeah. it's not just like a a food stand on the corner yeah. of the street you would have thought they would have had filtered water i didn't think water. anything out of it while i was drinking it i thought it was whatever and then the next morning i uh yeah. i didn't feel well you puked a few times yeah, don't drink the water in mexico kids yeah but uh you know it happens um but this gives you a reason to go back to Mexico City. You can see yeah, this. Yeah, because I, I really did want to see the pyramids. It was, it was yeah. on my list. I'm disappointed I get to see it. It was. Uh, it was you cool. Tell us about it. Uh, you know, Chichen Itza was was taller. I think Chichen Itza was more like monumental. Like it was, it, but it was more touristy. Teotihuacan was a lot of local tourists there too, which is cool. Um, Mexican tourists. Yep. Um, but it was just vast. It was like massive, like the area around it, because it was a city originally. Exactly. Yeah, it felt like it felt like an actual city was there at some point. It's just like a bunch of temples. Like a pre-colonial city, or even more recently than that. No, no, pre-colonial. I, I believe the, the Spanish got there and it was Pre-Hispanic, there. Pre-Hispanic, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was really really cool. It was like you can't go up any of the buildings. Any of the you can climb up a little bit. Was there? I've seen videos of there's like a spot you can stand just like at the bottom of the stairs, and if you yeah. clap your hands or you scream, the echoes make that, cool that's noises. A, that, I don't know if that's Teotihuacan, but that's um, Chichen Itza was like that. Um, yeah, it was, it was cool. It was you know it was cheap to get into. I think it was like I don't remember how much it was, but like the bus ride was like four bucks. It was nuts. You took the metro and then you took the bus, right? Yeah, we took the metro there and then we took the bus. Bus was four bucks. We're like. You were like vouch if wait like we put a wager. I'm like ten bucks, four bucks. It was like four bucks each or two. Like it was like maybe three bucks each. Was way. it a like a school bus or it was like a coach, a coach bus? It was, it was, like a nice a, bus. It was an old coach bus, but How it was fine. How long did it take you to get there? Maybe, from an, Mexico maybe City? an hour. Yeah, but oh, the way okay, the way back was annoying because we got stuck in traffic. Mm-hmm. Mexico City traffic is annoying. Um, yeah, Teotihuacan. Like I don't know what else to say. Like you haven't. You know, it was it was cool. Um, like you walk, you can walk around it. Do you think I missed out not being able to see it? because i haven't been to chichen itza either it would have been cool it would have been cool to see if you have an extra day in mexico city go see it but if you only have like 24 or 48 hours maybe stay back okay next time when yeah, we go then, to chapas yeah when we go like we'll another another layover like i would i would go back to totiwakan it was cool um it wasn't hot super hot that day either um we stopped and ate at some restaurant like there's so many restaurants on the side there and then we just took the bus back to Mexico City, and then that was that was like the second to last. Oh, that was the day we tried going to Xochimilco. Yeah, that was a story within itself. Um, we took the metro down all the way to the last line, and then took another bus, another metro, like a train. Met a really nice girl that would, I think yeah, you still keep in contact here and there. She was like very sweet. She was like a helpful, helpful, like perfect English. We we're talking. We we're talking about how like 
we wanted to go to uh tax taxco the next day she's mm-hmm. like no 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 don't go yeah, it's dangerous it's dangerous this time of year I, I you know i wasn't mad that we didn't go because we were tired we're all like we all needed a day to rest i'm glad we didn't go because we probably shouldn't have gone but i was disappointed yeah, yeah. would have been cool it would have been cool to go to like puebla too but yeah. also it's like we were fucking tired at the end of that day like at the end of that trip um so Xochimilco I, we didn't do our research on f- properly unfortunately yeah. you know it, it's it's our fault but you know it happens and maybe if we had gone early in the day it yeah been, don't it go, was still daylight at least go go in the safer. afternoon don't go in the go in the afternoon don't go in the in the evening because it you know regular people live in that area but you know you see a few characters at night and you get a bit sketched out yeah especially at night the i noticed year noticed too we were getting a lot of eyes on the subway there was like one guy standing behind us who just every time i looked over my shoulder he was just staring at me yeah so i just knew not to make eye contact and we talked with the the other girl who was with us right also um with that place sochimilko um there are no street light like there are no lights it's like yeah it's all dark there's no like yeah street lights um, and it was a, uh, it was like more run, more of a rundown yeah. town. You could tell it was more rural, right? And um, yeah, there's someone trying to like uh, rip us off to go on a boat and whatever. I know for a fact, you know, I've seen videos and stuff, and I've heard from people that you know the place is still popping at night. Like there are still boats going on, music, all those things. But um, you have to know where to go because the yeah. place is so it it is so big. And there are so many different entrances and whatever, so make sure you go to the right one, or else uh, you'll just be confused and lost, and nothing's gonna make sense. Because there was no clear place to buy tickets. There's no yeah, and, and the way the so. guy found us, like he was just a guy riding his bike. Yeah, and he overheard us talking about where we were walking to. Right, and so I think he brought us to like a side entrance, and he yeah. said that he's one of the boat captains, and he can get us in. Right, it, it just it felt yeah, just off. if it doesn't, yeah, and that's the thing too when you're traveling, like. You don't have to be a scaredy cat, but if something doesn't feel right, you know, it's okay to just bounce. And mm-hmm. so that's what we did in that in that scenario. Yeah. Just Still, dis- sometimes on Instagram, like, it just suggests, like, these reels of uh, Mexico City and stuff like that. And uh, every now and then I'll see a cool video of uh, Xochimilco. And, uh, yeah, it looks, looks uh, really fun. Um, yeah. And the next day, we it was our last day. We decided against going to Tax Corp, Puebla. We were like, whatever, we're tired. Let's walk around. And we walked into a protest. Oh, that was cool. It was like a demonstration kind of thing going on there. There's a huge bug in my room. Sorry, we got distracted. Okay, grow up. That's a big boy. Um, we got it. Like, it was a huge... Uh, there, 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 there. See it? Yeah. Kill it keep talking so there was a huge protest like it, it was like a it was fairly peaceful it was a peaceful protest it wasn't anything bad um well it was kind of cool to like walk into a different country and like you know see like a political protest going on and all like i i never experienced anything like that like we had we had a we, we had friends that went to athens greece and they they stumbled upon up. on like a protest and they got tear gas and stuff like we brad and jared when they went to athens on the way from after birthday oh, yeah? they got tear gas and shit I never like heard about i've this. gone tear gas in montreal after like a habs game really like that yeah that was fucking nuts like it gets in like i ran away pretty fast it gets in your eyes and you're like fuck um, ran away screaming ah! yeah <laughs> asmr <laughs> um yeah we we like it was a cool protest the the lady that was yelling got annoying at some point yeah the people with bullhorns she was yeah. uh she was like lively yeah this one though didn't feel it felt more like a like a march like a I parade think it was a march for yeah. unity and peace or, yeah 
didn't feel like it was going to get violent or whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was not an angry program. No. Like, I, didn't, I don't think Mexico's like a, a country with much racism. Maybe a bit of colorism. Yeah, because I remember a taxi driver was asking about that in in uh, in Oaxaca. Yeah, who's like what it, what it's like living in I, Canada? I think there are problems with indigenous people there. Like they're not treated as well, or like their communities are more impoverished. Well, we saw that that first day when we walked into the like the Centro Historico. Mm-hmm. There was some kind of protest going on, and they were no. They that had, was the, that was the last day because we went to eat at the taco place. The, the oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. the fifties. Yeah, when you got your picture taco. with your your Mexican jersey. Yeah, I bought a Mexican uh, soccer jersey. Jordan also bought one. I think his is nicer than mine. Um, he has a Qatar one, I think. It says Qatar on the shoulder. Um, on the Mexican jersey? Mm-hmm. So Qatar's not in Mexico, though. Yeah, but it's a World Cup. Ah, okay. Uh, um, yeah, it was, it was It was. like... Then we walked around a bit. Um, you had to use the... We went to the bathroom in Pizza Hut or something, or Taco Bell. The, the, uh, Domino's. The, the yeah. Domino's. Yeah, those ones were free. Yeah, the, the bathrooms were free there. <laughs> and a lot nicer than the other ones. Yeah. Um, then we went to Tacos de Canasta. Yeah. Was that what it was called? Yeah, the basket tacos. Yeah, that place was like bustling, but like the line moves. So fast. You yeah. pay. You there's like a few options. There's chicharron. There's uh, papas. There's um, frijoles, and there's one other meat option. I don't eat meat, so I got the 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 frijoles yeah, I think and the papas. Just like ground beef. Yeah, and you know they give you like you can go in the middle. There's like aguacate. There's like a hot sauce or stuff. You demolic. I, and you I get a soft drink too. You get a soft drink. Yeah, I didn't like this. Yeah, I didn't like it. It was kind of tastes kind of gross. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like the coke. It was well, good. I got a, I got a zero. And then yeah, goofy yeah, coke. Goofy coke. I got. I had a nice coke in a glass bottle. Yeah. Something we noticed too is every time he would, uh, the pop guy it. working there would pop the, the bottle of coke. It went. It sounded like a gunshot. Almost. Yeah. I think it was almost. because of the the altitude. So just yeah. such a, a huge pressure differential. Yeah. It was really cool. I was. I found that interesting. Um. So I got the tacos. Oh. The, just real quick, even with the water bottles, yeah. every time you open a water bottle, it pops. Yeah. yeah, that's really cool. So your your stomach was hurting that day. I don't think you finished it. Yeah, it was the day after I had had the ice. It was like I lost a day, and then the next yeah. day I wasn't feeling great. But I'm glad I got to try the potato tacos. I know you like those a lot. Oh my god, I because you put the sauce. I I you know that guy my girlfriend was around because I ate like a fucking animal. <laughs> you with your hands, your your face is oh, dirty. Oh, oh, oh. I was like, no, no, no. I was like. I was like, this shit's good. It was 50 pesos? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it was 50 pesos for, I think, it was like three or four tacos. Five tacos? Five tacos. It was five tacos. Five tacos and a drink for 55 yeah. pesos. I think it's considered like a... Wor- to like three dollars yeah, and three like bucks. 20 cents or something. I think originally it was for workers. That's why it's so cheap. Yeah, I think it was like kind of a, maybe originally like a breakfast thing. It's like people on the way to work, uh, you know, there's these stalls all over. They're just, they carry them in a basket, maybe on the back of a, literally like a bicycle. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, you just grab some of those and you're ready to go to work. Yeah, awesome. And it was it was that guy was moving fast. He had like all the tacos were in, in a huge bin, and he was just grabbing them, throwing them in like faster than you could see. Yeah, and I think that was the last thing we walked around a bit. We saw uh, an interesting like like indigenous ritual. We saw. Oh yeah, the there was like some Aztec stuff yeah. going on. Um, I think you asked about it. I didn't feel comfortable. Yeah, doing he was it. telling me about. I feel like it was a sacrilegious thing. It's my religion, but yeah, I know they were burning incense around people. Yeah. Oh, I smelled so bad. Other things, and he was explaining, yeah. like there were four different stages because he was telling me it was like the 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 four elements represent mm-hmm. different things, and bringing balance into your life and warding off bad spirits. And it was too cool to watch them do their dance and stuff. But yeah, yeah it's, it's not something I need to uh, yeah, cool to partake watch. in. Yeah, it's not my it's not my uh, it's not my tradition to to be a part of. Yeah, same same as well. 
Um, yeah, we walked. Through. I felt a headache at that point. I think it was the incense or the altitude, but like, I got random headaches yeah, in Mexico. The air quality in Mexico City isn't great, too. No, it was uh, it Polanco. Just, it's like any big city. Yeah, Polanco it felt more fresh. Yeah, especially with all the trees. Yeah, and it's just cooler overall yeah. in the air. Yeah, and then we we found jewelry actually. Yeah, we all bought some silver. That was cool. Yeah, we bought some. You bought your sister. I bought my girlfriend. Something. We bought. I got. Yeah, you got a nice uh, star of David. I got a Hamsa. You got a Jesus pendant. Yeah, maybe yeah. Jesus on a. And it was, silver like, necklace. it was it was well priced too. Twenty dollars for yeah. a silver necklace. Yeah. I was I looking got at my sister a gold pendant for yeah. fourteen karat gold for like forty five dollars. Yeah, it was a nice Great. gift. Like a like it's it's a nice like you know it's, it's affordable. You're not breaking the bank. And it's yeah. also it's something you someone would and wear. It's a real souvenir. It's not like yeah, a it's, not, it's, it's not tchotchke, Yeah, I, I actually was, broke one of my souvenirs today. Which one? <laughs> the little 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 cat, like a little. Um, some sort of mineral but like, like i dropped or? i dropped a water bottle on it and like the ear chipped and i was like fuck it's like a little figurine cat yeah oh. that's not here it's that uh, i bought yeah. a, a sugar skull for myself and one for my sister which was cool yeah a little mini painted Did, skull where are they now they're in your house uh mine's on my desk and i think my sister has hers somewhere in her room nice it's really cool yeah yeah i'm working on my desk i look up and i see it yeah there's nice little tchotchke nice and colorful like at least the tchotchkes in mexico are cheap they're not like stupid souvenirs you find in europe for like 40 euros yeah uh, something nice there's a nice there's a religious store i think you walked into too oh yeah they had a bunch of uh a bunch of different crosses and jewelry i I like that mexico is catholic everything is nice there everything's like well the decorated Mary, little, tons of statues of the virgin mary and yeah jesus yeah it was really cool yeah i don't think we did we went out that night you stayed home you were tired we went out for dinner oh yeah yeah well we had tortoise that night i think right or maybe that was the night before that we had tortoise during the day we had tortoise in this during the day we had tortoise in this oh that guy with the singing, guy the singing singing that oh, was my God. funny it was funny but it was annoying yeah that guy was goofy yeah, so I wanted to say, uh, we were talking about, like, Catholic and, and stuff like that, so I wanted to say about the churches. Mm. Like, I know that it didn't do much for Matan, but when I when we went to some of those churches, just not even from a religious standpoint, but just, like, from a artistic standpoint, just, like, seeing the, just how grand and how beautiful the churches were, and... I think there was also maybe like organ playing or like mm. people singing and stuff. That was like, yeah, it's like it felt very moving. It was like, I don't know. I've heard of people that have like almost been in tears, you know, being in a church in like Europe and stuff. Um, so I, I didn't experience it to that extent, but it definitely moved me. And I, I was like very, uh, yeah, I was amazed by just the be- the beautiful art of uh, of my surroundings. It was like the yeah, and, it, and it's especially cool like you experiencing that even like without being a Christian in a yeah. in a Catholic church. It's, right. it's really interesting. Yeah, it, it sounds so wrong, right? It's like you're in a church and <laughs> you like nice. feel moved by by uh, just yeah. how beautiful everything was and the setting and the and the you know the music. Because yeah, I think you could listen to religious like even uh yeah Christian music or muslim or whatever it might be and yeah it could move you in some sense um yeah you want to say something yeah the the churches are beautiful i like catholic churches but like i have to disagree like it it doesn't yeah, doesn't move that me before that it didn't do much for you yeah, yeah you said like uh i know jesus with the crucifixion kind of weirded you out the... seeing like jesus with the the crown of uh, of thorns no no that doesn't bother me i know it's part of your religion it's lying down uh it's 
I don't know. It's cool. I, just, I really like the. I love all the golden churches. Yeah, it was, it was beautiful. It's massive, big. immense ceilings. It's beautiful, but I know it's not mine to appreciate. Yeah, that's fair. Like that's it's not something you grow up like, seeing. Even, but even you know, like even the Western Wall in Israel, like it was cool to see. Yeah. It's part of history, but like I think you know, not to get too uh, religious or anything, but like I think religion comes from within. It's more faith is is from within. But uh, it's it's cool to it was very cool to see. I like Catholic churches a lot. They're a lot nicer than Protestant churches. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like we, when I went to Sagrada Familia, I went into went to other churches Where's in Spain in, in Barcelona. Okay. I uh, went to other churches in Spain. Like they're nice. They're, they're cool. Like it's it's. I, I see more as a work of art. I see more as a work of art That's than. What I was saying too. Yeah. Like an artistic. And there yeah. is like tons of artwork any, everywhere. Sculptures. Nice yeah. Paintings. Yeah. It was cool too. Uh, on like the really big church we walked into in the um, right next to like the the main road, the yeah. massive flag in the uh, where there was like the the government building. Yes, it was like their national assembly or something. Yeah. But the church was so huge that they had little side chapels on all the sides, uh-huh. and some of them were marked like "This is for praying only, no photos." Yeah, yeah. and we saw I think nuns or sisters were all were all yeah. praying there too. It was cool to see in their habit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember I took a video there at some point, like a few second video, and the guy asked me to to stop filming. Like you were allowed to take pictures with um with no flash, but yeah, yeah no flash. Um, yeah, so no pictures with flash and no taking videos. I respected that. Um, I understood why. But uh, yeah, what do you, what do you think about the churches there, Bichet, like in Mexico City? Um. They're very beautiful. Wrong answer. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, so that was cool. Um, and it's something that was like very, uh, like the security on the way in told me to take off my sunglasses. Mm. Hey, you have to take your hat off when you're walking in. Yeah, I, I like that. I like taking yeah. off the hat and like it, it felt respectful. Yeah. And then, yeah, I don't know what else. Yeah, we already covered like the. Well, we, uh, we kind of just walked in that old district again something that was right. really annoying about mexico city mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. those stupid music boxes what they should not exist oh, man. really They're like so annoying. no disrespect like i don't know what's the origin of it maybe if we're if we're disrespecting mexico mexico city or mexican culture in <laughs> any way i'm sorry but uh that stuff is like oh uh, the music boxes i don't know if were, it should exist just loud yeah and the music was it was so like off to just chaotic so off to nothing made sense it was and just they're sticking and they're head, asking like, for money you're like, like shoving their hat into you asking you to put coins in. yeah hat. and once again i'm sorry if this is like a historical mexican mexico city thing i'm sure it's been a probably a tradition for many years but uh yeah that was that was not pleasant um yeah so what else did we do that day i know that uh, oh we tried getting haircuts yeah we couldn't we really tried. find a cool place right um is this the same night that me, you, and Bichet went out for, for dinner? Yeah, I liked... Um, do you remember that place that we went out to eat? Mm-hmm. That was like a cool, cool concept. Was it a restaurant? Yeah, what I think... Was it? I didn't hear I think about that. Bichet was really cool, though. It was really cool. Tables are all picnic tables, like picnic benches. And all around you, it's like a, like a bunch of different restaurants. I felt like a food court, but like waiters come to you. With like yeah. menus for like a mix of every single place in the food court, and then they, the waiters come to you, and like it was, it was just really cool. I don't know. Does the wait is like does each restaurant have its own waiter or it's one waiter no, for like the? It's one waiter. The waiter for, represents the whole building. Exactly. So like we got there, they give us like 
like three or four or five yeah different menus. like five menus and they have like like you and walk not in like, it's not like overwhelming though that you're like oh my god there's so many menus but like each menu is like one page two page like a few or like they're relatively small so it's not that hard because also you could see like like you could just see from the menu like from the front page you're like okay i'm kind of in the mood for a burger kind of in the mood for pizza kind of so it's like you don't have to look through all the menus if you already kind of know what you're down for and it's a cool place because it felt very like like the vibes are very young i would say like it's a very young crowd like university students or younger people um you have like deck like decorations everywhere like the whole ceiling is decorated with like you know you know like there's like like streamers like everywhere yeah. like like a mexican like culture i feel like right. it's very big there were a lot of them all over oaxaca mm-hmm. and um like you walk in there's like a massive bar like massive bar with like so many different like bottles in the background and mm-hmm. i think they had like a burger place and like a hot dog place and like a i don't even remember yeah what i think maybe like, even was there there was an ice cream place even yeah it was yeah. all sort of yeah and then there was like i think more typical latin food uh there might have even been an arepa place if i'm yeah right. yeah i think there was yeah i think there was a venezuelan place uh yeah pizza burgers whatever like yeah anything hot dogs yeah exactly anything you could think of and um they were playing like good music and then there's like a live band that was like performing and yeah it was just really good vibes. yeah that's something that if uh yeah if they opened it in any city in north america it would do really well i loved loved that concept um i don't remember what they called it exactly there was a name for it but I don't even remember the name of the place, to be honest. Yeah, it was like a food court slash restaurant. It's like you don't have to go up to the counter to order. It's like they they serve you. It reminded me of, uh, from for those listening in Montreal, Le Central. Okay, I was going to say, I've been there. But there you have to go to each counter. Yes, this one, it's like uh, the person comes with you. It's like you kind of, they, and they take orders from any of the restaurants. You can have one dish from here, one dish from there. And it's, oh, so you can order, like one person can order from multiple places. Mm-hmm. And the waiter will bring it all to you. Yep. That's really cool. And some nice. And were you just sitting at like big community tables, or you could sit on your own? Like you just sit on your own. Friends? Sit on your own. Yeah. It was a little really bit cool. like we had a tecate light there. Tecate light tastes like fucking blood. I don't know. It's like you know when you when you like hit like hit your mouth or something, and then like. Well, you would notice that too at the other restaurant the night before. Yeah, I don't know. I Maybe. noticed that too with the the Maybe. goofy ice. Just tasted like that too. I think we all enjoyed it though. Yeah, yeah, tecate was fine, but like uh, I feel like I we should have tried Modelo or like Victoria beer there. Did we have any modelos? I don't think so. No. Yeah, we had coronas. Yeah, we shared it with uh with nice people at the hostel, some Americans. Yeah, yeah the hostel had a uh, when we when we ate at that like food court kind of place, we stayed at the Sweets DF, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that was a cool place. Nice people overall. Uh, yeah, you would think like People maybe that don't have never been at hostels maybe will associate it with like not bums but like yeah but it's like that was yep, my totally assumption like this was my first right, time right. in a hostel and I thought like you'd just be prepared for just yeah. like sketchy stuff going on right. moving loud while you're trying to sleep right but like especially at Sweets DF it was really there was cool. like young like the, a lot of young professionals like especially the Americans were all like yeah probably the Europeans too but they were all like young professionals um mm-hmm. yeah yeah even like the people we shared a room with the the two girls from the uk they were super nice super friendly talkative yeah and it's not like oh these people they can't afford anything more expensive like sure they could go to a hotel but it's more for yeah it's the not vibe at all yeah yeah 
it's cool to meet different people and chat with them yeah exactly uh yeah because how often do you get to have like small talk with people from from other countries i right. think it's a nice thing uh so that's like kind of approaching the the end of our trip right yeah i think uh i know i went on a, a solo mission that same night before you guys went out uh, yeah. i wanted to find i really wanted to find cinnamon to bring back and vanilla vanilla to bring home to cook with so i found a market and this was like maybe five thirty, and the market closed at six but i didn't know that until i got into the uber and so i was talking to my uber driver and he was like saying where are you going because he saw where i where what the destination was <clears throat> and so i told him i wanted cinnamon and he kind of like made a face and i was like what i shouldn't go there and so he pulled up his map and he was like okay you can go in this market but like stay inside the market don't go on this street and don't go there and so i went lo- walking up and down i got waters for everyone i know you want uh, matan wanted me to get water and gatorade and stuff mm-hmm. so i i finally found cinnamon sticks at uh it was looked like a depender almost and i asked her if she had cinnamon and she pulls out this massive like two foot long cinnamon stick and so i told her to, to break it up for me into like mm. some some six inch pieces and it's the best smelling cinnamon i've ever had i've been scraping it onto my ice cream onto vanilla nice. ice cream it's really good nice putting it in hot chocolate yeah so i never ended up finding vanilla <clears throat> i walked all over that market looking for vanilla and they're like i would go to the stand and say like this is what i want and they would say no but go try there so i walked around like everywhere i found myself in like a little plaza was really cool which and i saw uh, agave plants growing and then as i was leaving i looked out and i saw that it was the like the mexican tequila museum so it would have been cool to to see that so i never found my vanilla and then the next day at the airport after i passed through customs like at the duty free i found a nice big jar of vanilla I was she packaged it specially so I'd be allowed to go on the plane. Oh, nice! And then on my, my flight back was in. I had a layover in Houston, mm-hmm. and the security guard at Houston. Once I landed in Houston at customs, he confiscated it. Fuck. I was so sad, and you could tell the guy felt like really bad that I yeah. was I had confis- that he had to confiscate it. Right. But uh, I was bummed I couldn't find it. I'll look when we go in Ecuador. I'll look for some some nice fresh vanilla. Right. Yeah, and speaking of like um, depaners and corner stores and stuff, uh, shout out Oxo. Yeah, yeah. fucking love Oxo. <laughs> yeah, um, s- prices are are amazing, especially like for water. Um, even compared to places like Guatemala, it was like yeah. Mexico was like a fraction of the price for like big water bottles. If you look, and like if you buy two of them, uh, it's like really cheap, and. Yeah, it's funny. There was a price difference between like the refrigerated and non-refrigerated, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I always went for the too. yeah. I always went for the room temperature one. It was it's perfect for me. I don't love cold cold water, so it was uh it was great. And they're everywhere. They're like yeah, every street basically. Yeah, on every corner. Yeah. I love Mexico. Yeah. Any um, closing words from you guys about the country, like? I'll, I'll I'll I'm already planning the next trip. Like yeah. we, we all know, we want to go to Chiapas. Yeah, Chiapas and Puerto, Puerto Escondido. Escondido. I'm sure we'll find another cool place like Puebla Sayul- or Tasco. Sayulita. I want to go yeah, there. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, well, I still yeah, have the I credit. Want- I still have the credit. We still have the Valaris credit. Just need a week. Honestly, you need a week, and you can like Mexico is one of the most revisible, revisitable countries I've ever been to outside of like Spain, even like. Mexico and Spain are two of the countries, maybe probably Portugal, are the countries like I would go back to. 
And a week is really enough. Like we went, we went yeah. to Mexico City, Oaxaca, and then back to Mexico City. We could have done like three cities instead of going to Mexico City twice. Yeah. And it would have been fine. Like you can yeah. pick three destinations for one week. Yeah. And, uh, if you you're fast and you go yeah. through and you don't, you're not going to see everything in depth, but it's like, if you, you want to see some things, you go to Mexico. Yeah. But we were, we were efficient. We saw yeah. a lot. We walked yeah. a lot. Yeah. But it didn't feel like I was, uh, it didn't feel like I was on a. Like on a guided tour, like yeah. running, okay, you have 30 minutes here. Yeah. Go Honestly. Back, go take your pictures. Mexico is up there with my our Puerto Rico trip. Like Latin America, you're going to you're gonna have a great time. You're yeah. going to have a great time in Latin America. People are friendly. Um, prices are low. Airfare is pretty cheap to get there to begin mm-hmm. with, especially coming from North America. Um, just like it's a, it's it's such a culture shock that's so close to home. It didn't feel so foreign at times, but it, you know, parts of it did feel more foreign, <clears throat> but it was, it was, I, I really liked it. Yeah. Um, love the prices, of course. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Mexico is a country that, uh, you know, in my, my heart now. And, uh, I do plan on going back. Say like Mexico is also, um, yeah, maybe it's been my favorite country, honestly, for, for so many years and, favorite i just want people to understand favorite doesn't mean best you know favorite just means that it has a very very special place in my heart um obviously it's a country that has its uh, pros and cons just like any other place and um and that's okay it's just my my favorite place because of how i feel there i think i feel great whenever i'm there even since i'm 15 years old i called it the land of the free because it really feels like that's where true freedom is um yeah rules for some reason i'm not saying i'm someone who breaks rules but it, it just feels like rules don't apply there um yeah i, I, yeah, I like to hard. follow the rule no but um um <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah it's it's i just want to say like before even going on this was my first time in mexico city and and oaxaca and really seeing um more of yeah more of like the real mexico uh but beforehand like i fell in love with it when i was 15 years old uh not just fell in love with the country but it also made me i think it opened my eyes to really the world in general because i remember telling people that i was going to mexico for like almost two months and people thought i was i lost my mind or something they thought like yeah it was crazy yet and i was uh i was never scared at any point i was very excited to go but it just made me see how what we're told here about mexico and about mexican people is just totally false it's like really you'll find some of the the kindest people there um yeah it's just such a beautiful culture it's so much more than what you see on tv and um yeah, I think Mexico has something for everyone. Same with Mexico City. Mexico City, there's no beach if you're into beaches, but um, it really does have something for everyone. And um, yeah, it will always have a very special place in my heart. It's somewhere you can live off $20, $20 a day and somewhere you can live off $1,000 yeah, a day. Even less than 20. Yeah, even less than 20 at times. Mexico like, City a lot. Um, I find it very the biggest city I've ever been to in my life. And like I thought Barcelona was big, but this is even bigger. Um, there's so much to do there as long as you stay in the good areas you'll be fine um, it's really cheap uh, a lot of good places to go to to visit uh, a lot of like areas that are like really nice and the food's pretty good and yeah you have a good time there i enjoyed myself 
Yeah, especially like Mexico wasn't really on my radar. Like, because when you think of Mexico, you think beaches and people tell you beaches. Mexico City was never on my radar until you guys invited me. And then, like, I definitely want to go back. So I'm, I'm really grateful that uh, you asked me to be on the trip. And actually, you guys discussed this, like, maybe a year ago on this podcast. You talked about wanting to take me to Mexico. So that, that was pretty cool. Right. Yeah. On, honestly, this is our first trip with abroad with Julian. Yeah. yeah. One of the best people I've ever traveled with in the hands down. Yeah. Easy going. You know, you're fast. Yeah, Jordan, like, yeah, I've traveled with Jordan. We've, we've done, Jordan has come on, I think, four out of the five trips we've been on. Like, uh, the States, Europe twice. And now Mexico, basically, basically every trip except Puerto Rico. Yair and I have been on trips for the past five years consecutively, hopefully going strong next year um, and keeping that streak going for as long as we can. Um, but yeah, honestly, this group was really fun to travel with. We're all very easygoing, very, you know, go with the flow. No, mm-hmm. never arguing about anything, never bickering, never... Yeah, I'll travel with you guys again anywhere. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. You too. Thanks, buddy. And you know, and four was a really good number too. Four is a great yeah. number. You know, I, I, it's it's not where you go; it's the people you go with. Mm-hmm. Whether it's six people, whether it's three people, whether you're going alone, whoever you're going with, it's you're, it'll make or break your trip too. Honestly. That's yeah. So cringe. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, any? I think that's all we have yeah. to say. And and also, um, you briefly mentioned like Houston on the way back. Yeah. Um, us two on our way back home, we also, um, well, we went to another place that we'll discuss in a later episode. Um, but yeah, on the way back home from Latin America to Montreal, we also flew through Houston, and um, even the people there were like so kind, so friendly. Like the the border, the customs people or whatever, security, they were also kind and. But of course, no surprise, they were Mexican, you know, Mexican-Americans. Yeah, yeah me too. So, they were, um, like, I, I went to find barbecue in yeah. Texas barbecue in the Houston airport, mm-hmm. obviously. And there's this weird thing you had to order on your phone. And there was this older man who, who he asked me for help. And he asked me if I spoke Spanish. And it turns out he's from Chapas. Mm. So, like, we spoke Spanish cool. the whole time. And then I found another lady, too, who was on her way to El Salvador. But I think she was Mexican as well. So it's, That's dope. Yeah, just a bunch of cool Latinos. Yeah, and um, it just goes to show like how kind they are, and especially if you show even the tiny, tiniest bit of um, of interest or effort into speaking or learning their language, they'll appreciate it so much, and um, they, yeah, just. That's that's also a, a recommendation I would give to people. Just learn a little bit of Spanish. You don't have to learn the language. Just learn some sentences here and there. And um, if you try to speak to them in Spanish, they'll appreciate it so much. And they don't look down on you for if you make mistakes or whatever. They really appreciate it. And um, they're quite patient with you, too. Yeah. If you have questions for them, they will take the time to answer you properly. Um, yeah, just overall, amazing trip, amazing group, amazing you know everything about it was uh i have really nothing bad to say yeah do you want to no i think that's a good closing word place to wrap it up yeah awesome i had a great time all right thank you so much uh julian and jordan for for joining the podcast today it was really nice to uh to have you guys on yeah, Julian, it seems like you're uh, you're a natural at this. Yeah, I had a good is this time. your first podcast like yeah, ever? First ever. ever. It yeah, was fun. It seems like you've done a million. So, uh, yeah, the, this was really fun. It was one of uh, the funner episodes. So it's, uh, it's the evening right now. It's ten twenty. Yeah, it's the nighttime. So ten twenty p.m. It was uh, almost exactly a two hour long podcast. Very nice amount, I find. 
you know three hours yeah, is a, a bit number. too much two hours is good an hour and a half would probably be too little so yeah this was perfect thank you guys for listening and uh we'll see you next time peace, peace.